Harmontown, starting all the time. Harmontown is a podcast you can listen to no matter who you are. Harmontown, the podcast, starting now is the time. Harmontown is starting now. It's starting now. Harmontown. Damn. Nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, to Harmontown from the cozy confines of the Starburns box booth. I'm sitting here with Steve Levy, Spencer Crittenden, your game master. I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. Let's give it up for the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, all right. <laughs> Top item, I think, for those of our, you know, for anybody who's been like an avid listener as of the last month or so. A couple of weeks ago, I don't remember how long ago, we were talking about an encounter you had with Ron Jeremy. Yes. Uh, and we for, I forgot to address this last week. Last week we had a, a gay old time and they were like, there's, you know, whatever. I'm not going to waste time talking about the stuff I didn't get a chance to bring up. But it, it, so the, to recap the story is that Jeff was at a party and, uh, Ron Jeremy walked by him and had a banana peel on his shoulder. Yes. And said, and Jeff said, you got a banana peel on your shoulder. And Ron Jeremy was like, I know, and walked out. So we spent like 20 minutes speculating. Yes. Like, why would, what's the explanation for that? Our first guess, collectively, I think, like, that we were all very satisfied with was, oh, he walks around with a banana peel on his shoulder because there's some gross kind of like banana innuendo that he does for the ladies and Jeff's not like a pretty lady so like he he wasn't worth it so he walked out. The truth becomes fascinating. So, somebody on Reddit or somebody st- st- sent I think he was a, doing an AMA or something. Somebody went to like you sent me a thing that somebody went to Ron Jeremy's mm-hmm. Reddit page. This is the beauty of the internet. And and well, let's put a pin in a very temporary pin because I would I do want to talk about this too. It's like how do we feel about what this guy did? Because it's like, it's sort of like, that's the internet for you. Like somebody just blatantly, just bluntly, uh, messaged Ron Jeremy and said, Jeff Davis on Harmontown said you had an encounter with him and that you seemed mad at him when asking about it. You know, it's like, like no, no story is, is, it, it just, it makes you cringe in the retelling. Well, it's it, like, it's like a, a, yeah. a Larry King reading Eminem lyrics. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, that's, I didn't mean it that way. But this kid yeah, I, says I, to Ron Jeremy, this happened. What do you have to say? Ron Jeremy responds. It makes me more appealing. Right. <laughs> so it was our theory was correct, except for one fascinating detail, which is that it wasn't pornographic. It doesn't have to be, though. If you're Ron Jeremy, everything you do is pornographic. Exactly. So it, he had this cutesy, like like Richard Scary, right. <laughs> Mr. Rogers kind <laughs> of... Um, uh, Connect. So we were Disarming. essentially right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But right. Is is his built-in joke or admission in that, like, I'm not an appealing person, <laughs> like I am not a, an attractive gentleman. I'm never. not. I, I, and so I'm going to get out in front of that. <laughs> I never even thought uh, about it that way. You, I called myself ugly before you did. I haven't. I, I'm more appealing than you. Than you, the, the, you know, now because I have trash on my shoulder. <laughs> so I will say, yeah, remember when we talked about that, how I took a big long chunk aside because I was like, I love my porn. I love my monsters. I love my underground people. 
I hate our society's like hypocritical treatment of of what we're now calling sex workers. Uh, uh, but, but, and I was like, you know, it's like, I don't, I think we have a very unhealthy relationship with that stuff. And like, I, every time I hear that Ron Jeremy was at a party and like someone, you know, someone will make some joke that's like, well, like kind of, you're talking about this person, like a second class citizen and stuff. It was all wasted effort because, you know, he now, now I can judge him. He put a banana peel on his shoulder and the answer was something cute. He could have just used it on you. He could have just said, it makes me more appealing to you. And he, yeah. but he didn't. And no. now I, like, I'm a little mad at him. Wait, church, do, you had a banana before. Do, do we ever talk about this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we, was we, bananas involved, but we took them yeah. off the table. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I don't know. It's like, the person that does that, it, it, that goes on Reddit and says, hey, he didn't, he or she did not say, hey, Jeff Davis from Harmontown. Just said Jeff Davis like that matters to Ron Jeremy. So, okay. So Jeff Davis said that you uh, walked right. by with a banana peel and you, you were all pissed off about it. I don't get the instinct of that person. Is that is that someone trying to prove that I made up a story? That yeah. The, okay. Yeah. I want to talk about that too because do we love that person or hate that person? I don't know. I mean, because th- there was another time. And because now someone also, by the way, not to interject, is going to now, okay, now we're talking about it and it's interesting that we're talking about it. Now, now, now two more people will, will Do message the, him yeah. and go, you have a beef, uh, yeah. on this thing and stuff like this. It's, it's a stupid instinct by stupid people like that. that However, but, it got us an answer. But, well, <sighs> but then again, he doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Who's Jeff Davis? He probably wears a banana peel around all the goddamn time. You didn't know why he had a banana peel on his shoulder. He was also engaged in fucking cryptography. Yeah. Remember a, a long, long time ago. Uh, it took a troll to yeah. get to the, to hack and leak. The rot rope Jeremy leaks. In the early, I think the first time I ever even heard of Reddit, I told a story about the neurologist that I worked with who did this crazy thing, and somebody went online, asked her, did this happen? Jeff Davis said that you did this thing, and she wrote back, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, either she doesn't remember what, what, what that she doesn't remember that moment in the way that I and other people in that room remembered that moment. Wait, can you rewind that a little bit? Because I, w- I, I I did a pilot with a woman who is a neurologist from uh, Boston General. Oh, and and, th- and we were doing a pilot, and she, it's based on her. And there was an actor who was trying okay, to. You had a story, and somebody during her AMA. Okay, went no 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 emailed her, tracked her down. This is, this is pre AMAs. Like at least as far as the doctor is concerned, someone just tracked her down and said, "Hey, this is guy Jeff Davis, the show with you said this thing happened. It's bullshit, right?" And she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I think he's probably com- like combining this story and that story." The thing is, I remember what happened, and also there's, I, there's, there's five or six people I could track down that would absolutely back that up. But she's not going to go online and say, "Oh yeah, I'm a crazy person." Like like, like the story is about her being a crazy genius. Mm-hmm. Either she didn't remember it because she didn't, because she's got bigger fish to fry because she's a neurologist and heals people for a living, or she doesn't want to go out on record saying, oh, yeah, I see dead people. Like, like I, right. I, I have crazy superpowers. Right. Because she already got, like, decommissioned once and had to get locked up for it. So th- the fact that somebody goes out there and tries to debunk this story... Well, it's, okay, but that's... so. Like, this person that, that approached Ron Jeremy digitally, right. um, you know, I, it's a, it, it, it boils down to like, oh, we wish that they had taken the time to like, 
be more nuanced in their language. But I don't really know. what they were doing was not debunking. I don't think that they were I, th- I think for that you're person... You're using an example. You're gunshot. It's a, I get it because, like, you're saying somebody, like, fucking actually... You told an interesting story and somebody was like, yeah, but did that ever happen? And, like, yeah. asked somebody like, else. For instance, like, uh, one of the first times I went on Reddit was I told the story about my understudy and the king and I getting slapped the shit out of by Yul Brynner. Right. Now, that's a fucking actual story. But you, I went on Reddit like a, like an idiot, which which you, you really must not do, because it's a, a den of sadness. And I I went on there, and people were like, that didn't fucking happen. Jeff's so full of shit. I'm like, dude, I can't even tell my good stories on the air, because it's too fucking, they're too scandalous. Like, I was there. It's a real story, but people think I'm full of shit. Now, have, have I exaggerated in the past or maybe fucked up a detail or two? Of course. But the thing is, I don't when I saw the Ron Jeremy thing, I was like, is it? Is that somebody trying to zing me? Okay. And- well, yeah, I, I I would categorize that person as what they actually, I think they were kind of, I think they believed the story. And they're fans of and, us but, and Ron Jeremy? and they, they- They're fans of us and maybe not so much Ron Jeremy. And it was, that, that's yeah. the, that's that's the minor problem I have with that person. You know, here, here's, it's I'm, just that it was just like like well, and look, I'm I'm do, do as I, I like I I'm I, that that person like they're not a that, to me they're not a villain because it, no, it's, but it's like I, I, like I I didn't see villainy in that person doing. I think they were saying like oh like I'm on the internet. I get to ask Ron Jeremy about Harmontown, and we would prefer to have so much control over the universe that the way Ron Jeremy hears about that interaction wouldn't come through. Like a, yeah. a, I mean, a, here's, a here's, channel that removes all the empathy. If because gonna, if Ron Jeremy walked in here off the street, we would be nice to him and we would ask him what the hell was going on with the banana peel Ron, and there would yeah, be humanity involved. If, if he came in here right now, I would ask him about that. And I tend to think that it's not a thing he does a lot. I don't think that was a, that's a, that's a, that's a costume he wears all the time around town. He puts a banana peel on his shoulder. I think he was probably doing some sort of riff. He had a banana peel, put it on his shoulder, did a funny joke to somebody, left it there. But I was a guy, not a girl. I I just think it was a momentary thing. I I really don't think Ron Jeremy walks around occasionally or frequently. I'm squinting at you. You are. Subscribers can see, if you choose to pay us $5 a month to watch the podcast, you can see that I'm squinting at you. Dan, nobody's subscribing anymore. They all stopped listening when we stopped having Well, I'm trying to change that by squinting at you. Okay, well. So I'm I'm trying to add an element to the podcast um, that requires $5. Should I just book Ron Jeremy and get to the bottom of this? Sure. Uh, no. Uh, (laughs) For $5 a month... You could see Dan casting me a jaundiced eye. Um, but only because in your defense, kind of, I guess. I think I'm just I'm giving saying, him the I big benefit of the doubt. His, his, his response to that kid saying, what's that story about being like one line? It makes me more appealing. It, it felt a little Pat. confident. Yeah. Like, like, it, uh, but here's the thing. Ron Jeremy and I do not share. We're not cousins on the spectrum. Like, so I guess. I can't I can't compare his behavior to mine in that situation I, because I, I, I would have been like my response would have been eight paragraphs long. Right. Had that been like a I would have gone, okay, here's the thing. I, I like, there was a banana peel on the table and I and I and I and I started putting it and I started doing this joke and then I was like I was walking around with it and I wanted to go and I didn't want to take it off and then put it back out. Or like you know, I would have all this like fucking like or I would go like, you know what? I was horny that night and I was like doing this thing and it was getting some action and uh and then I was like Tired, and I, I, I don't, I don't remember your friend, whoever you're talking about, blah blah blah. It would have been a hyperverbal response, which, by the way, will 
how does that get me more results than Ron Jeremy's getting? I guess getting? The, the only thing... I have nothing to... If, if I... If, because all I did was harmlessly ask a Ron Jeremy that was four feet away from me who had just passed me wearing a banana, a spent banana peel over his shoulder. I said, pardon me, sir, you have a banana peel on your shoulder. And the only reaction that is confusing is him to go, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's really, it's funny because it's, it's not funny in the moment. That's why it's funny no, because it, it's like, yeah. you could have just said it makes me more appealing. And I think maybe, I I think that's because him. That if him. if I were a cute girl, well, he might have gone. Well, does it make me more appealing? And then what? Well, also if you're a guy, yeah, as you are, it's true. And and you go, excuse me, you got a banana peel on your shoulder. And if he stopped and said, it makes me more appealing, you might have gone, gross. Is that how you get laid? You fuck. My dick's bigger than yours. What are you trying to pull? Like he could have. It was like a. It was like a. It, it would have been vulnerable. I would never have gone that far. <laughs> I, I know you wouldn't have. The phantom no, no, of his no, father yeah. might have gone that no, far. No, but no. Okay, let's let's role play. Uh, Who do I get to be? You're uh, Jeff no wrong answer. You're on Jeremy, but give me the reply that he did. Like respond. No, no, no. Give me the the. the it makes me more appealing. Like do okay. do the fun version of that. Okay, uh, sir, you have a banana peel on your shoulder. It makes me more appealing. Oh, you little devil. Well, that that's, that, that would have been you. my response. Yeah, thank you. Because a guy outside the bathroom, I said that, and he made fun of me. He said, yeah. he said, you think that's funny? Like, you're a piece of shit. And like, and then he said some horrible shit about a movie I was in in 1972. And then he made fun of my body, which is always on display in my work. I, then, uh, I got this half bottle of champagne. You want some? Are you, are you sticking around? I'd love some. What's your name? I'm Ron Jeremy. I'm Jeff. It's nice to meet you, man. Thank I, you. I, I, you I, know mean, what? I, I get scared of being vulnerable with people because I'm a public figure and it's really easy to make fun of me. You know, but, the, but here's the beauty of you wearing a banana peel on your shoulder. For me, if you just walked by, I'll, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have said to my girlfriend, oh shit, Ron Jeremy just walked by. But because you had a gimmick or whether you're doing a bit or like a thing or whatever, like I got to say something to Ron Jeremy because there was a specific thing happening. And you're saying it it kind of in a literal sense made me more appealing. Well, it it made you more accessible. Right. It didn't make me more appealing. My concern was that I did it for... Well, can, I, can I ask you a question? Because mm-hmm. here's your champagne. Oh, thank you. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Uh, clink. Uh, I, I made. I say. I say clink because we're drinking out of paper cups. But mm-hmm. you know, that's that's me being less appealing. I don't know. Uh, can I ask you three questions about the banana peel? I trust you. Yeah. You. you yeah. Okay. W- w- what's the origin story of that banana peel being on your on your right shoulder? <sighs> My Uncle Kurt used to do it. Uh, <laughs> I love Uncle Kurt. Uh, and uh, he was actually, in our family, like the running joke was that he had a really, really small penis. Uh, I grew up in a very liberal family. Um, I was a child of the 40s. Um, uh, you know, back then, 
there was a counterculture that wasn't as publicized as in the 60s, but I, I grew up on a ranch right. where surrounded by hippies. And right, things. Okay, I'll stop you. I've read your biography. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, you've, 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 I've never heard the Kurt story. This is, that's, I, I knew, I know your whole life, like your childhood. Well, but. he's one of the few family members that actually, yeah, I didn't, he didn't, he passed away before he could approve of the, of the biography, but everyone else I See, checked it out that's, with. That's very thoughtful of you. A lot, a lot of people don't even consider it. Uncle Kurt was, he had the smallest penis and, but the thing that always, moved me about him was that he um uh everyone liked him like mm-hmm. more and um i always it's since i because was, he had a banana peel on his shoulder or no because he did clever things like that that was one of that was something that stuck out in my head when i was eight years old the thing that stuck out in general about uncle kurt was that he had this very tiny little itty bitty little wiener and I don't know if it was because of that 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 he had he was such a socially graceful person, or I don't know how much of it had to do with the fact that, frankly, from the age of three forward, my earliest memories as Ron Jeremy are people telling me I had a huge, weird, weirdly huge dick. Well, like now, okay. even before I knew what sex was, okay. people were commenting about my big giant dick. Now. Is the, is Uncle Kurt wearing the banana peel because of his small dick? Is there a cor- correlation there? No, I mean, for me, what I'm saying to you is, it was a thing that he would do, and when I went to that party that night, mm-hmm. uh, there was bananas everywhere. There were, because I saw peaches. people, yeah, Peaches had a banana, so which I, is already funny. It was one of the, <laughs> it was one of a million things that he would do, and mm-hmm. I just kind of started doing it, and I actually immediately started getting results, and, and it was really satisfying to me. And the moment when you interacted with me, I, um, I, I I was actually starting to f- come down from it because mm-hmm. uh, I had said just before I ran into you to a younger woman, you know, it makes me more appealing. She's like, "That's funny." Like, what? It's, uh, it's uh, people say you're a porn star. She was so young, she didn't know. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a porn star, but I'm also a human being." And she was like, "Yeah, but why?" It, it, it like it went south really fast in a way that made me think that if I had been born with a smaller dick, like at that moment, I might have met like the woman of my dreams because I was overhearing her at the at the t- table by the champagne, and I was like, "I love this girl." And 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 I and I was like, I felt like I was locked in a box from birth by my giant cock, and I like and and I was just like, and the banana peel couldn't break me out of it. Right. And then I walked past you and you said, and I honestly, I don't remember the encounter, but I'm telling you why that probably happened. I was on my way to my car. I didn't want to pull the banana peel off because it would look like a defeat, but I was just on my way to my car and I just wanted to go home and mm-hmm. like just where, where I, where I gained strength in isolation. No, but when I asked you, you said, oh, it makes me more appealing. This is not the version where you, where you snapped it. Like, do you, do you sometimes snap a people? Oh. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> well, now I, I have. Sorry. Wait. So now you're saying that sometimes you, yeah, you, I snap at people. This sometimes. is something you, that you do frequently. <laughs> okay. Now, now, if you're doing it frequently, what's what's the what's the blue sky version of like only women asking you about it? Like what? Like no, like, no, no. I was caught up in a moment. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not a thing that I do. It's not my gimmick. It was something that okay. I started doing that I am familiar with that I got into. Spencer, what's your take on the banana uh, gate? Um... What? Yeah, I had a. I, I could have. What's my I take on? I, I could have put that in an envelope and it, held it, it to my head. What, what's your? Uh... What's my take on? I don't think that sentence finished. Well, what do you think? It, the backstory of the Ron Jeremy banana peel shoulder thing is. Is that a one-off? Is that a thing he does? And why was he so... 
I mean, he wasn't pissed off at me. He just... He, the, I think you guys got the to the answers already. Yeah, I think okay, he's yeah. done it a few times. I think yeah. he doesn't get anything about it by playing along with a male. I, I hope it's not the fact that he's trying to get out in front of you calling him an ugly... Because the banana peel. Makes I think that's more no. I don't. I don't think. I think that's you reading too far into it. Yeah. I think that anyone can be more appealing. They don't have to necessarily think they're disgusting to have to say, "Oh, right. I could be more appealing." But the, but did he like? Does he he could have had a bad night. I like. I I see stuff retweeted that I've said to some kid that I had an encounter with, and I'm like, "Well, that's not me." I hope that doesn't represent me. He was having a bad night, but. I mean, we we can't assume that he has a trunk of banana peels in his car. Yeah. No, nah, it's like a bar trick. I, wasn't there a crazy Cody story you wanted to tell? I'm trying. What are you my publicist? Yeah. Well, you kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, okay. This it, is. Yes. You told me to remind you last week because you didn't get to it. I told you to remind me. Yeah, you were like, I want to talk about that on the podcast. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, you'd uh, remember something like that. Uh, I do have, yes, it's written down here. I didn't need that. Oh. That's what's important. Okay. Thank you. Um, I, here's the thing. Uh, I recently got a text message from a, uh, a writer on Great Minds who I texted. I said, am I, do you want me to give you anonymity? He doesn't care. Cause it's about what this is about marijuana. Uh, doesn't matter to him. But uh, Andrew Weinberg was writer on Great Minds. Remember Andrew? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a guest on the show. Uh, he uh, he texted me and said, uh, "I I just came back from the weed store, <laughs> and this is the bag they gave me my weed in." And uh, he texted me a photo of the bag that they gave to put his weed in when mm-hmm. he left the weed store, and on the bag was written. Uh, why is it? Wait, wait, why? What, what, am I distracted by? Okay. What's in the bag? What's, the ba- is that, what, what's in the bag is a bunch of weed. Who cares? What's on the bag? What's on the bag is he <laughs> takes me a photo of it. It's my girlfriend. It's it's Cody. It says Cody Heller and her phone number <laughs> with area code, pen. her address, uh, her email address. Everything, every Whoa. conceivable thing you could learn about a human being, uh, f- without dumpster diving, um, was, was about, about my girlfriend was written on this paper bag that had been <laughs> given his product in. And he was sending me a photo because he just happened to know, even though I wasn't going out with, or I, I guess I was going out with Cody during Great Minds. So, but he, it, 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 it he's like, this is what they gave me, and I'm like, oh, okay. The immediate, I, so then, and, oh, and one of the one of the phrases written on the bag was "lamb's bread," which is a flavor of vape that mm-hmm. Cody's obsessed with. She loves lamb's bread. Why is what? Why? Obviously, what happened? Not obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but a quick, uh, you know, think Deduct- tank Deduction, session yeah. put this together. This is a dispensary that Cody had been on the phone with. Um, she, this lamb's bread flavor has been discontinued. I mean, she's, I really haven't seen anyone as obsessed about this stuff since like Justin talked about like, I don't know, police academy action figures or something. <laughs> like, like, like she just had this obsession. Like she just, she found this vape flavor that she loves, lamb's bread. 
it it was just so she was calling around to a lot of dispensaries and then it was also oh also written on the bag was like you could tell the story even if you didn't have inside information you could slowly figure it out because one of the things was something like willing to pay willing to buy a thousand dollars worth or something it was like <laughs> some form of that so Cody obviously called this place and was like what's up with lamb's bread I gotta get more lamb's bread um my name is Cody Heller here's <laughs> and they and they're like oh shit well, let me use the the pothead equivalent of a database, <laughs> which is writing on a bag next to the cash register, all of your information, because wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of pot vape we could sell. And it just happened that you, that someone that you know went in and yes. got that bag. It just so yeah. happened. That's fucking nuts. Well, that's the if 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 Republicans are listening, it's like okay, now you can use this as, as an example of like let's not legalize marijuana. However, I'm way ahead of you because it's like no, let's legalize it so much that um we can have pay really high wages to people that um have like super sophisticated computer systems when they're selling you your pot. But the punchline comes because I'm like holy shit, my girlfriend was like inadvertently doxed by this. You know, trusted weed vendor and, uh, um, fuck, I gotta, the, I, I, and I was, I was explaining, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to get to the bottom and I'm like, oh fuck, man, that's, that's crazy. Like, if it hadn't been you, then there's just a stranger out there with all your personal information written on their weed bag and that's just, just, just bad form. Yeah. But, and, and then I, I'm like, oh, she's gonna be bummed out about this, but I have to tell her. Um, and, uh, and I, and I, Texted the photo and the story to Cody, and her response, her immediate first response was, "Oh no! If they don't have my info, I'm not going to get my lamb's bread." <laughs> what do you think? Uh, why is it called lamb? Yeah, what do you think lamb's bread is? It's like just a, a flavor. Of... No, I know, but like if lamb's if well, it existed, well, once good. upon a time there was a strain called God's breath. I believe it might have been a, a relative to God's gift, but God's breath happened, and it got changed to God's bread over time. It kind of got bred into God's bread, and then God's bread colloquially got renamed lamb's bread in some circles, or was bred into lamb's bread. So it's it's God's breath kind of bastardized three generations or so. I can't believe you actually know the answer to that. The only reason I know you're not making it up is because you would never put the energy into it. Like you'd, yeah, no, you'd you wouldn't, you wouldn't see the you wouldn't see the point in lying, but you could be lying. You could be making all of that up. Right. Well, it's true. But. Spencer, like I've never seen you this um, nervous before because we learned earlier that Spencer's uh, new leased Honda CRV. <laughs> he's already gone over his monthly allotment of miles for his lease. Yeah, I got a new car and I had it for like a week, and I got like a cheese stain in the car. Don't worry about the cheese stain. Worry about the. Well, it's just it's, that doesn't matter. Don't fuck just, you guys. You what? don't know it doesn't matter. You're Every fine. day it's like Macbeth. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself because I look in and see this faint grease stain oh. in the car that I know came from cheese. What what sort of cheese? What, what was the cheddar uh, cheese? From what kind of like meal were you having? A bag of cheddar cheese. I wasn't eating a bag of cheddar cheese, but it was from a bag of cheddar cheese. Was it melted cheese? No, it was just cheese. Hmm. But the oil got out. Yeah, it's a greasy item. <laughs> greasy cheese. Right. Greasy cheese. Well, but you, they, wh- I mean, why, why, why did you have unwrapped cheese uh, on your car seat? Well, I don't know how it got on the car seat. There are multiple competing theories. 
including my favorite is Jeff put it on the car seat. <laughs> there's no subs- there's no reason to believe that that's true. But have you calculated the worst case scenario? Because what you're going through is like you're you're not to condescend to you because I'm lower than you on the consumer scale because you drive me everywhere. Hmm. Uh, but you're younger than me, and I have bought cars but not leased them. I've bought you whatever. I've I've been through a lot of apartments and had my security deposit at stake. Because I hung a a picture and, oh, no, there's a hole in the wall. That shame that fills you. Have you, have you, have you gone to the point in confronting that shame where you've calculated like the worst case scenario about leasing a Honda CRV and having a cheese stained back seat? Like what's the worst that could happen to you? Uh, I'd be on the hook for multiple thousands of dollars and I'd have a cheese stain in my car. Well, what do you, but, but go through, I mean, what happens? Because if, if, if this is a company that, that leases you a car and tells you, by the way, we expect you to never cheese stain the seat. Oh, it's not because of the lease. It's because it's a new car. Oh, are you just bummed out because you feel like you just got a new car and you're, it's already yeah. starting to look like your old car that you love? Yeah, there's a giant fucking cheese stain. Oh, well, then let's let, let, <laughs> I, let me you... shower you with fucking, like, are you kidding me? That's fucking, like... That's fantastic. That's that's Spencer juice. That's that's uh, that's <laughs> no. That's why it's terrible. Uh, be, because you're be, yeah. No, because it's cheese. I know because but it's have, like have it might tr- as well have, you, have been a D and D stain. Have you, <laughs> have, you, have you tried to get some like some shout or something like that? And uh, get, yeah, yeah, get I, it all out. I'm probably about two hundred dollars deep in trying to solve this problem. Oh no! What kind of cheese? Jesus. It's a, a $200 cheese thing. That's, yeah, that, that, this is a, that, I, I, I don't want to dismiss that road, but I want to, like, 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 also though, cause I resonate with this, like, you're thinking, like, you got this new car, and it's like a, it's like a grown-up car, right? Like, you're like a child. Yeah. You got like a grown-up car, and you saw the cheese stain, and you're like, oh, I'm already doing it wrong. Like, I didn't, I didn't do what my mom would do, or right. like what a grown-up does, or like what, uh, your favorite cop character on TV would do. Like, 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 right, like, Adam Sandberg. Banachuk. <laughs> Adam Sandberg. <laughs> he loves getting his name mixed up with Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandberg's uh, cop <laughs> cop car wouldn't have cheese stains? I don't, uh, first of all, I doubt that. I'm sure if that's a lovable sitcom. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> probably has some cheese stains. This resonates yeah. with me. Like If I put myself in your shoes uh, or your car... I, my OCD, I would never not notice the cheese stain. It, no, I know. I can literally feel it in the back of my head when I'm driving. I can feel it behind me in the, in the seat. Like, I just, yeah. it's not my seat. Like, it's in the, it's in the back seat, but I just, its presence is, is there and undeniable. But you pick me up for work every day and drive me everywhere and you. And I'm always- on the verge of killing us both. Because of this cheese stain, <laughs> and I would accept that if you were to, if, we, if we got to heaven and 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 you would say, "I'm sorry, man, I had a cheese stain, and I had to. What was life worth?" And I was like, "That's why you swerved into oncoming traffic," and I'd be like, yeah. "You know what? Better better reason to die than because we elected a dyslexic, uh, fucking stroked out, well, uh, 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 humunculus." Humunculus. <laughs> I I would say take take the Honda back to the Honda dealership and say, "Look, I got this fucking cheese." stain back here. It's driving me crazy. Do you guys, like, they'll know how to get the cheese stain out. I've but thought about that. I I've to, taken it to get detailed, but... Can I be the other devil on your shoulder? Because there's no angel in this equation. Fucking take another bag of cheese and fucking rub it all over that thing. Alright, not, not, that, that was, that's Dino if he were here. Yeah. I'm saying, 
like this the this solution isn't to avoid cheese stains because that creates an economy a psychological economy where you're like then you're always one cheese stain away from being deregulated the solution is to actually accept the cheese stain that because then that helps you cope with like reality. The, the first time I leased a car, I obsessed about it so much. And the first time I got a little nick, like somebody opened their door into my door and there's a little ding there. It drove me fucking crazy because I, I like, remember I, I wanted that thing to be perfect. And now like having leased a bunch of cars, you don't give a shit. They also, they when don't Jeff got his first Lexus. Like, yeah. Uh, you, you weren't a dick or anything, but it was like, no, I, I, I fucking was, eclipsed his life. I, I was, was like, he had a, because I I'd only had shitty cars before that. I'd only had cars that were covered in cheese stains, like like the whole. And it th- wasn't because you became a materialist. It was because I felt like an adult. For it the first was because time. you felt like you were fucking up adulting. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly. That's first day of school for everybody. You 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 just get this big chance, and you lay out your pants and your binders and all that stuff. And then the first time, it's like, oh, my homework's got bubble gum on it. And then we we just go like, God. Fucking damn it. I knew it. I knew I'm a piece of shit. I knew it. Yeah, you hear your mother's voice in your head yelling yeah. at you for fucking up. You That's why I'm mad. It's not because of any of else. It's not like the practical right. struggles of a stain. Like that's, that's yeah. literally the only reason why I'm that's mad. That's what I want to address to, right. to help you feel better because first, first step that makes you 90% feel better is talking about it because as soon as it comes out of your mouth, you know, it's like, and then the next 10% is us going like, yeah, man, me too, me too. I I was pretty impressed that you had a new car until I found out it was the fucking cheese stain car. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the cheese stain, though, ha- ha- how do you like that car? It's fine. He likes it so much, he's going over his miles. <laughs> oh, man. It's the, mile- the, mi- the idea of a mileage uh, cap bummed me out. I haven't I haven't had a car since uh gave my my Prius to McGathy in the in the divorce and I I I I don't I don't need to drive anywhere apparently. I found that out. Well, Spencer does and he's fucking he's he's, he's going to kill himself. Do you ever you get sick of me you are you looking forward to me like not needing a ride everywhere? I think that the schedule demands that sometimes arise from the worst case scenarios of having to drive you around can be a hassle, but the actual driving of you around is not a hassle. Like that's, that's all fine and, and good, but sometimes it's like, well, it means I gotta get up and leave the house at eight and then I might be on the hook until like eight or something at night. Like, you know, I, that's, that's where the problems come in, but especially lately, that's never been the case. Like we've been really yeah. easy going lately, so. I am looking forward to, well, because also in my own personal schedule, I've made a kind of like decision that I'm like, oh, I'm going to pull back and take it easy with the workaholism a little bit. That probably affects it a little. Mm. Where I'm like, oh, I don't mind. Yeah. But maybe also I've been... By the way, for those of you who joined us in the beginning, and we haven't explained it, uh, Jeff and uh, Church are doing uh, handmade <laughs> steel cosplay. Right. We we explained that while the audio was out, and then Jeff like Jeff Jeff had come in and sat down, and for the last I love that for the last thirty minutes, Jeff has been with a completely a straight face, just being Jeff, and he has this fucking ridiculous beard. It's pretty funny, but that's yeah. They I are- mean, I, my beard is itchy because it's fake, and I've got spirit gum on. There's mesh, but how do you guys? I, I, you guys all have beards. It's, it's terrible. You're wearing a big old thing on your face all the time. It's like I want to blow my brains my out. My grandmother hates yeah, me it. too. She yells at me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Wait, wait, because kissing you is less essential? No, she says that men with beards are inherently less handsome. It's like an old way of thinking. She's like, you guys are gross. Did you tell her that that old women are are less (laughs) attractive? No. No. Well, then that's just privilege. You could just kick back and enjoy it. She's like, yeah, Grandma, you got it. I'm a real ugly piece of shit. Wink, wink to God. Every other, every other <laughs> conversation. Paper flesh isn't gross at all. No one has a right to shame you for that because it's not a choice. You're just melting. Uh, she's she's being old school because Jewish Paul Newman wouldn't have a beard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Paul, heard, Paul I, Newman was Jewish. Yeah, but you're you're like the Jewish Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman could never be as Jewish as you. Huh. You're, you're, no matter how hard he tried. I don't think he went to temple as much as you did. <laughs> I don't... You, he goes... To, he probably went to temple more than me. Did you, did you guys... Do you love your grandma? Yeah, she's she's great. Do you think she's an attractive person? Uh, like, physically? Yeah. She went there. Oh, come on. Okay. Don't do that to no. me. Don't do... Don't... Her, don't do that to you. How about we live in a society where reason is God and she, rule of law governs the she land? She wants me to and get... we don't judge people by whether they're like, why are grandmas grandfathered in? Well, I could guess because they're grandmas. <laughs> but it's like, you know, they're like, oh, oh you're so... That's a, you know what? I, I wonder how much of the fucking patriarchy is upheld by grandmas who are like, 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 like oh, you're so attractive. All of it. When are you going to get married? When are yeah. you going to look better? When are you going to... Why don't you show some leg? Like, grandmas sound like Don Draper. Oh, the, the specter of, of inequality is, is... We went to a church, took me to Adam Levine's uh, annual Halloween party, and I carried around, dressed as Commander Fred from uh, right. from Handmaid's Tale with my Scrabble box. And I think only four people laughed at that. Were there a lot of, I think there was a, there was an early prediction that that was gonna be, that there, that, that Halloween was gonna be like an army of handmaids. I've seen three, and I've been to numerous parties. Yeah, uh, Ricky Lindholm was there. Uh, Ricky from uh, uh, Garfunkel from Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, she was there as a handmaid. There was a couple. Others. There was a couple who were the commander and the commander's wife who had a blow-up doll dressed as a handmaid in between them. <laughs> they, nice. so oh they boy, kept fucking it. it was yeah, really was good. I have so many questions about that show. I was surprised. I can tell you what. How many people were at that party? A few hundred. No, more like a thousand. Okay, and I didn't. I was surprised. I didn't see any Rick and Morty costumes. Mm. But that's kind of a Hollywood rock and well, roller. We did see them, we did see them at Lucha Vivo. Well, I mean, yeah. there was a, I got texted a hundred pictures of people. Oh, okay, good. Well, somebody, I, cause I was like, I remember the, I remember the year when there were none and then the year when there were a thousand and I, I don't know, within that year, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If it was like, it's, it's gotta be one of the most popular costumes but you know this year. What there is? Harmon Quest costumes. Oh yeah. Well, at the um at the Starburns party that we had, there were literally because the entire art department of <laughs> Harmon Quest, like they they coordinated. There was an army of Spencers. I'm sure you already know that. Yeah. Now. Does I, that make you feel better or worse about not coming to the party? Uh, worse. I I tried to go to the party. I tried to go three times. But Mario, <laughs> but Mario Odyssey came out. And that wasn't why I didn't. You were too busy putting that cheese in your seat. Yeah, I was, I was what fucking. Was, what was the reason when you share it? I was like, yeah, I was scared or anxious. Like, I drove up to park and, uh, yeah. You were all, you went all the way there? Yeah, no, three times I went all the way there. What? This is, I mean, do you mind it? Can we talk about it? Yeah. 
So tell it, talk, talk about like what goes through your mind that like makes the difference between parking the car and going into a party and uh, continuing on. Like, like what are the? Uh, I'm trying to figure out a better, better way to rephrase this so that you can answer yeah. easy questions. I don't know. It's hard because it's not like. I don't know. I've had anxiety where it is like a conversation, you know, where it's like, uh, if you go in, they're gonna be mean or, you know, whatever. And it wasn't like that. Lately, it's just been more just like a pressure upwelling. It's like, I'm gonna do this, and then you just get there, and it's like, I don't know, you know, it's like- Are you more worried about, um, uh, if you, if you, uh, let's, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this so that I, cause based on my, experience if you had a button in your hand mm-hmm. that was um that um the amount of pressure on the button uh uh created more or less attention on you more or less people um demanding answers from you about how you're doing and how you've been and all this stuff mm-hmm. it, it would you like how hard like i i guess you're not you're not afraid of obscurity. That's not the re- you're afraid of attention, right? I don't know. I mean, when you're saying the button, it's like I think it's both. Like I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm, well, yeah, it's like I'm worried about I don't know. Like when I was trying to park, I saw all these people outside and I was like, uh, I'm going to have to get past these people to get to the party and like that in its own was like a thing, but it's not like I didn't not want to talk to those people and I wanted to go to the party because I did want to talk to people. So it's not like I didn't want to be noticed and I wanted to be noticed or it's like it's both, but it's not either or neither, but yeah. uh, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of lack of control over a social situation where it's like if you're, if you're obscure, like I remember being 25 and like the channel 101 days, it's like we all went to each other's parties because it was sort of an orgy of the more attention, the better. And actually we're all on the same level and we can all just like pay attention to each other and nobody's really like suffering. And, and then, but like it, for me, it's a control issue where I'm like, you know, actually I have nothing to gain anymore and no camaraderie to achieve. I only have maybe people that I'd like to talk to and then a whole shit ton of people that I can either disappoint or ignore. Right. I, I, I like that sounds like I'm casting it in terms of like you think you're a rock star. I, well, I, it's, I, it is that about, though, like, because I don't feel like the camaraderie you say, like I don't feel like I'm going to go to this party and I will feel closer to these people as a result. Like that might be true, but that's not what I feel going into it. It's just like this could be fun and then that quickly gets like consumed by everything else. When the sense of responsibility comes in, when you or like obligation, when you look at like um, a little bit of a minefield of like eight eight groups of people, and you're like, you know what, I'm never gonna like. And then you find yourself in a conversation with somebody, and you're like, ah, shit, I don't know when to leave or right. if I should want to leave. Yeah, I could. I could push a button in my head that made me want to talk to you about avionics for the next hour and a half. I really could. But at a certain point, uh, my wife might come up and be like really upset that I've been talking about avionics for 90 minutes. Or I might find out that everybody left the party. Or, um, I, 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 I might, I might, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's a bunch of people I didn't see, you know, friends of mine and stuff. And like, I don't know when every conversation is a, 
a weird uh, fencing match, except yeah. instead of people trying to stab each other, it's like people trying to hug each other. <laughs> and and so you you can spend an indeterminate amount of time, and every single conversation can only really end gracefully or ungracefully by somebody saying, well, I've decided I'm done talking to you, so I'm right. going to go talk to someone else, which doesn't feel very genuine because it's not practical because it would be better to say, well, I've enjoyed talking to you, but I have to save a kitten from a tree. But to say, I've enjoyed talking to you, but I'm bored now. Or I want to see if there's someone better to talk to. I sort of did that last night. I mean, that's what we're doing all the time that's to each other party at parties. You see, and you I don't, the kitten? and there's people who know how to handle that gracefully and there and i i feel more kinship I, with spencer i'm like i, I, I use the good old-fashioned hey i i i'll bear back i have to go pee yeah because you're the guy that is able to leave you're not the guy that's struggling to not lose at a party you're always winning well i mean i i have my own version of but wait, a- a- anxiety there but like mm. but, but let's but 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 just to because jeff said he he says i gotta go pee so why can't you and I say I gotta go pee? Do you lie? You don't have to pee that much. So but you lie. people leave no, us in I mean, conversations, right? Um, I, I I'm comfortable saying, um, sorry. Uh, hey, I'll be right back, or hey, I'm gonna go over and say hi to my friend over there I just saw. Like I, I you, like, I'll, right, I'll, you're comfortable. But that's, but that's more key. That's that. But that's why I wanted to address that because that's not. It's not true what you initially said. You don't, no, you no. Don't just tell everybody you're gonna go. Well, pee. I, I, I will say this: if you are if, more comfortable if, if saying I, the truth, which is if I'm being hey, cor- see you later. If I'm being cornered by a jerk, like you know, like 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 you're at the drawing room and some guy just won't get off your ass. Um, I am very comfortable lying and say, "Oh God, I gotta go take a shit. I'll be I'll be back mm-hmm. in four years." Uh, <laughs> like like I'll say whatever it takes to get away from somebody who's punishing me. But if if, I, feel, but, if, but, if, if they're engaged in a social crime on their own, yes, if, if, either if, they're if, so drunk. Yeah, crazy, I mean, but then it, selfish. It, it, depending on how little I'm afraid of getting punched or a drink thrown at me, I'll just say, um, "Hey, I want to go hang out with other people," mm-hmm. <laughs> like and just and just bone the fuck out, but. The thing that you said, Spencer, about like pulling up and seeing a crowd, like I have my own thing about. It's not like, oh my god, I got to walk through a crowd and everyone's going to stop me. Like it's not like that. It's not like I'm so right. rad that no. that that's going to be a bummer. But there's times when you just don't want to walk through a crowd and ever. And it, you might just want to be able to get from point A to point B without being stopped, and you can't be in control of that. Right. Like when I do like comedy shows, I disappear after the show. Like right. I. I like when we do on the Harmon tour and stuff like that, like when the show's over, I usually find a place to be alone. Like I need that few minutes just to go, just to go hide, uh, see if church texted, you know, like just be complete. Like I don't want to be around the sound of maybe being asked to talk or do a thing, but I am a jerk. So I am. I'm not uncomfortable wearing the black hat if I really have to get out of a situation. I don't think it it, it, it won't pay in this analysis for us to, you know, like there's no good or bad. It's just, but it's worth examining because I observe about myself. I'm like, well, if you do a live show and then you're Santa Claus and there's a line of people, it's like there are, there are moments when I feel like this is, this is how I'm comfortable. And the reason is because it's orderly and it requires an introduction. And at a at a party, I think this is like people. It's like like people go like, "Hey, 
how are you? Like, like, I don't know. It's just so freeform. It's like orgiastic. And I like, I start to freak the fuck out and I spend every conversation that I have at a party. Like I hold my drink, like, and if it's in a plastic cup as last night, it's like, it, it's like the cup splits open very early on. Cause I'm squeezing it and I'm, hmm. it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. It's just like, cause I'm always thinking like, what are you supposed to do? When is this supposed to right, end? Is this exactly. going on too long? What am I supposed to say? Am I being a bad person or a good person? Where's Cody? Like, like, what, what, what am I, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? I, I, I think, uh, maybe I've mentioned this before on the show, but like, I think a long time ago, and you were my friend when this happened, I just started wearing suits all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a social cue body armor thing. That people tend to leave me a little bit more alone. Well, I think it so. Ma- I, I, I get to call the shots on that a little bit. Well, more. it also. I, I, I think that when you get up in the morning, because when you commit to being a suit guy, um, uh, even though it seems second nature to you, when you get up in the morning, like there's there's social laws against leaving your house without a minimum amount of clothing on, <laughs> and Spencer and I. Are wearing the minimum amount of clothing, <laughs> like we're wearing, we, we, which means that we actually get up out of bed and we go over so to my a pile of to Bombfell, who never gave me my goddamn clothes. Let's not get too distracted, okay. but but when I think that that's the, I'm pitching, I guess the uh, the advantage socially of having a style is because you actually like on Halloween, like you you wake up every morning and you 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 put an amount of attention you put on a suit of armor mm-hmm. and it's not, it doesn't have to be about, Oh, armor protecting the real you from the outside world. Like that's disingenuous. You know, it's, I, it's more about like, yeah. that's also actually the important thing is that you're saying you're acknowledging every morning that the reason you're leaving your house is to interact with other people and not to put words in your mouth, but Spencer and I don't do that. Right. We get up out of bed and we go, the reason I'm leaving my house is because I have to. I have an appointment. And so I'm going to put this potato sack on with holes in it for my arms because otherwise I'll get arrested. And 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 that, and it casts a kind of pall over the whole thing. Meanwhile, you're going like, it's in the way that you use it. But also, and, but- and then every interaction you have, there's a little bit of license for you to... To be alone. To, to, to perform. There's, or, or, I, I, with a, with a, with a stern look or, you know, like a, well, yeah, sure, like, there's like, that I, too. I, I can be completely alone in public in a suit. I can also, like I th- I've said before, my impression of myself is, everybody can have everyone's attention. Please leave me alone. And that's like, I get up, hey, everybody look at me. Now fucking shut up. <laughs> and, and I want to, like, I bring earplugs wherever I go because I like to read in public, which is self-destructive and stupid. Because I'm always mad that people are talking. It's like, why did you just... Get an armchair and read at home. Yeah, I guess I've kind of said also though that I, when I go over to my pile of eight hundred Rick and Morty T-shirts <laughs> and my three pants that do or don't fit depending on how many Twinkies I've had that year, <laughs> like I always have this swirling thoughts in my head about whether or not I care, whether or not people like the way I look and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you cut through that before you enter the world because you are. F- formalizing your getting mm-hmm. dressed. You're going, I'm going out into the world 
And and when I'm going out to the world, I'm an ambassador of myselfness to mm-hmm. the otherness. And so that means that if someone comes up to me and says, "Hey man, you want to buy a potato for a three dollars?" I, I don't know what that character is. I don't know what race he is. I'm sorry for all the emails I'm going to get. Also, wh- that must be a good potato. Uh, a three dollar potato. Also, we added an article to dollars. I, but the, you can not only because it's not. It is, it's part armor, part performance, all this stuff. It's like a, uh, when we talk, when we do Miyundi's ads and we talk about the first decision you make when you get out of bed is are you going to put on cotton underwear that are like, oh, I got to protect my nuts from my own pants or are you going to sheathe them in glorious <laughs> micro medal, um, which actually says to you, the important person to say it to, I love my nuts being cradled in. Yeah, I didn't mean for that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think like synergy to happen, right? There's these. Uh, we've talked about it before, I'm sure. That there's two great books by Quentin Crisp. One's called Doing It with Style, and one's called How to Have a Lifestyle. And it's about what is style. And personal style doesn't mean fashion. It doesn't mean money. It doesn't mean sex. It doesn't mean power. It's self knowledge. Um, how you're carrying yourself to other people to have a camera on yourself, yeah. like I, I, it's, 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 uh, I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but uh, as Quentin Crisp said, someone asked him what is style, and he said, "Style is being yourself only on purpose." Right, and so that takes a level. Like you can be homeless with style. You can be. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy pants. Like it's simply who you are. Like Spencer, you have style. You, oh, like, I got style. You, baby. you, you, you have so much style that that nine people can show up at a Halloween party dressed as you, and everyone goes, "Oh, oh. fuck, we're all Spencers today." Right. It's just like, aesthetically terrible. Um, it's style. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you, you like when you on Harmon Quest pop out of the you know the the wilderness wearing your lumberjack shirt and your shorts, like. You, you're impersonatable. Right. Because, uh, I think it's absolutely okay and for me, beneficial to have a uniform. Like, I have a lot of clothes in my place and I don't wear any of them. I wear my suits, I wear my black shoes, I wear my dress shirts, and then I've got a million t-shirts that I wear at home. And then if I, the only time I'm ever not in a suit, I'm wearing one other outfit. And I just realized, like, one day, is like, I, I'm sick of picking fucking clothes out in the morning. Yeah. Like, I, for me, I just want to make sure that the dry cleaner, like, like, like the stuff that I know I'm going to want that week is ready to go. And my closet is like Einstein's, basically. It's just a bunch of blue and gray suits and a lot of white shirts. And I find that really relaxing. Um, I, that's something I don't want to spend time really thinking about as, as, as much as I like clothes. Uh, I don't want to think about the variety. I just like a nice dark suit with a white shirt and black shoes. Right. But somebody who's like, it's the, the t-shirt culture, which we all live in, like t-shirts once upon a time were like underwear and now they've become a thing you can put on. I feel incredibly nude going to the market in a t-shirt, like when it's 900,000 degrees out like it's been for the last couple of weeks. I feel like I'm, like I'm basically walking to the supermarket like in a bathing suit. I think the key is, like, as I said, as I, like my therapist has said, like, that the new era that we're entering, hopefully, that it's different, that the, 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 the large theme is unconscious versus conscious. And so it's like, it, 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 it's possible to be unconscious 
uh, and, uh, get up in the morning and go like, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this, uh, idiocracy shirt from this, uh, dispenser and throw it on myself. Uh, and, but, and that's fine. It's like, like no one's, we're used to the bad guys being people that tell you what you should wear, but somewhere in there, it's like, well, all the, there's so many things that we don't think about that then we're like worried about. And, and, and like for me and Spencer, and I suppose probably 99% of our listenership, it's like conversations with people, small talk, mm-hmm. like grace, tact, square dancing of conversation where you could just go, Hey, it's nice talking to you. I'm like, wouldn't you love knowing that? Like, hey, I'd love to. I'd love talking to you. And now I'm gonna love talking over there. I'm gonna walk away. It's like everyone would respond to that, and they'd be totally fine with that. But I don't. I don't have those things. I don't. I don't. I. I I've. I've been living in a society so luxurious that I've been able to slither this far. While the entire time maintaining that I don't know how to talk to people, don't know how to dress, don't know how to think about uh, race, gender, uh, all of these things, being myself but on purpose, I I've been able to be myself on accident. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty luxurious thing. Yeah, yeah, but you, but you, it also had then it results sp- in all these like, oh shit, I have mold between my big toe and my little toe. Well, yeah, no shit, like. You you you've not thought about a single thing that you've ever done. Mold between your big toe and little toe means all the way across. <laughs> it means no, none of your toes exist. I was I got derailed by my own fucking thing. No, I mean I, like like church has style like crazy, and it's like I love it because like we we can go out clothes shopping and like w- like we went the other day to a to a store that she likes downtown, and like I like going through the racks and looking for stuff for her. And sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong, but like, and she's like, oh, I love that you, she's like, I like when you go out and like, like, like help, like, like, like look for stuff. But also like, like we, we can have a lot of fun in a clothes store because it's not that like clothing is your identity, but the execution of our style has something to do with fashion. Yours doesn't like the execution of your style and Spencer's style, uh, it's not fashion. It's it's other things. You know, it's more about brains and you know, and the writing and the products and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and then we and then that's why we that's why we murder people. You know who else has style? Callie Kazoo. Do you yes, guys know does. her? I yeah. do. She She's makes- doing a Kickstarter. Check it out. She I like her buy music. More aqua aqua sea foam boots. Go to her Kickstarter. Yeah, you can go to support Callie Kazoo's third al- album, Extravaganza. I already donated. You should because uh, she'll give you free shit. Like I, I made a small donation. She's gonna give me a bunch of little drawings and like gro- groovy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like like you don't get nothing for paying something. You get something for paying something. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, a guy <laughs> touched my girlfriend's face in a bar while I watched. And did nothing. Like in a romantic sense, or like he accidentally brushed her? Well, you tell me! Uh, I, I, in the, in this new world of like, okay, uh, let's be respectful and nice and all this shit, it's like, like, I, I, I feel like I was like really high at the Halloween party. And I was t- I, and I really got a good handle on this. I was talking to a bunch of other beta males about how, like, the accountability that we have where it's like, it it, it it we're emerging into this place now where it's like let's take down the alphas they're so disrespectful they're terrible they do these terrible things and then it's like wait a minute though 
to the extent that it's every man for himself, if you're a beta and you start to panic, where you're like, oh, I think we invented everything that like holds us together. I, I'm, I'm self-identifying with like a sub race of like men that are like, I don't want to beat another man's skull in if he looks at my girlfriend the wrong way. I want to have the confidence to prance about the world knowing that I own it because I'm talented because guess what? Your muscles will get you this far, not this far. That that is a, that's called modern society. And I, I just got this taste of it. I was in this bar with Cody. We had biked from my house to a bar and we're minding our own business. I'm 44 goddamn years old. My girlfriend is 30 fucking two years old. We're adults. We're just taking our bicycles, which by the way, every time we stopped at a stop light, whatever, there was like a guy who came up to Cody and you know, it was like, like, Hey, you guys, uh, some kind of biking club? It's, it's, it's like, like I'm seeing it through all kinds of new eyes now. Like, yeah, just anything, anything that like licenses you to talk to a girl. Like, you never yeah. know. Like, it's just such a ridiculous. Like, really, what are you guys are in a biking club? Whatever. I'm not. I'm. I don't care. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not like fucking stop talking to my girlfriend. But it's like I'm just looking at it through you're new get, eyes. You're seeing it. Where I'm like, I'm like seeing it now. Like, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's, it's luminol. Right. It's, it's our like fecal fecal detector, like a black light, and I'm seeing like cum and shit everywhere. So you go, go to the, then we go to this bar and like, I like, like, let's take photos of each other sitting at the bar holding cocktails with our biker helmet on. Like, fun. So she takes a picture of me. She's, the lighting is such that she should take my stool. She takes a picture. I stand back, taking a couple pictures of Cody. She's got her helmet on. She's holding a cocktail, adjusting. I want it to be good. I want it to be good for Instagram. This guy, like, goes, like, excuse me, like, it just, like, like, commands, it's like, commands my space and goes, like, excuse me, can I, can I, can, I'm sorry, can I, can I help you with this photo? Oh, boy. And I, so, let's go back to this after the whole story, after the whole interaction plays out, and, and, and you tell me what I should do when and where. But All right, I got here, it all loaded up. Here's, here, here, here's, here, here's what I don't do. At that moment, I don't go, no, fuck off. That's what you should have done. And the reason I don't do it at that moment is because I don't assume that what's about to happen is going to happen. Right. I I think that I'm in Hollywood and he's a DP. Like, like that, 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 like, if that it would be my male ego that would make me go, fuck you, don't shut up. And that actually, this is how you make new friends. This is how you have a good time. This is why you came to a bar. This is why, this is overall my experience. Like, someone from your community says, hey, you live in Los Angeles. I noticed you're trying to take a picture here. I, I work for fucking Bruckheimer. I, I'm like, I, I, I'll make it look like a goddamn Transformers movie if you move this candle. He said, can I help? Can, sorry, can I help? Like, like, you know, like, 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 came in with this thing, yeah. and my reflexive response, be, I insist because I'm a good person, was, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And he, instead of taking my camera, now he moves forward because he's on the move and he's moving past me and he's moving over to Cody and he 
and and so now it's too late. Uh, it's like like his his suggestion of how to make the picture better is he wants to take the biker helmet that's on her head and turn it backwards, which by the way doesn't make it look yeah, that's any the, different. That's the kind of suggestion you'd hear from the kind of person who would suggest at a bar to help you take a photo. Yeah, a stranger. Well, a stranger. except that there might I would I would argue with you either for the sake of my pride or for the sake of humanity's defense (laughs) i would say that honestly spencer like like it sometimes if not most of the time a stranger who says can i suggest something can i offer something can i help you can i can i improve your life actually like it's it's kind of like if you don't if you resist the urge to planet of the apes them that it it actually turns out to be fine. Right. I guess I'm reading too much into the tone of voice he used. When well, no, that, that, the guy, you're, you're, that, that's true. He's, you, you started the story telling no, no, this guy. That's, tra- that's no, no, it's, I'm just, the, honestly, the tone of voice. If that's how no, someone no, no. wants to help, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's not the okay. kind of help I want. Yeah, let's stop there and, and, and reset because that's, that's actually making it very clear that it's important that I actually try to do a, a realistic <laughs> impression of the guy. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try it. Like, like I, it agonizes me to try it because I'm reliving trauma. Sorry. You but, got this. But like, I, like, I, I, I guess my best impression would be like, Hey, can I make a suggestion here? Or it's like, right. like, okay. uh, Hey, uh, even handed. Hey, can I help you with this photo? Or it's, no, that sounds rapey too. I, I, I just like, I didn't, it sounded like, it sounded normal. It, hey, it, hey, can I touch your girlfriend's face real the quick? The guy didn't, um, and so, and then, so then, yeah, he turns the hat backwards, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I don't. Now I'm holding a camera while three feet from me. This guy, like, a first of all, now the first fuck you is on a human level because it's just, oh, can I just do a different thing than you were doing? I fucking I. And, and, and women who are listening are going to be like, do you think, this is like, this is the whole problem. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is the whole problem because yes, the same thing that made him want to do it, whatever level he thought he wanted to do it on, I, oh, I just want to, oh, oh, now I want to beat his brains in. I want to fucking pound right. him because I'm like, you never, ever, ever wanted to help do anything. And this is before sexuality gets into it. He could be gay for all I know. I still want to beat his brains in because he's a fucking weird, like fucking, like he's just a person that wants to fuck with shit. And you hate, and and, you and hate I didn't gay. enter that agreement with him. I took him at his word that he wanted to do that, and now he's just doing bullshit to just change shit and piss on it. This is before now. The next thing that happens is because he put a fucking he puts her hat on backwards. Now, well, guess what? Her hair is uh different now. Now he has to stroke her face and move her hair out of the way. As a, well, I'm holding a camera three feet from my girlfriend in broad daylight in a bar while a man that didn't beat me up, that never said, I'm a bigger man than you, I choose to challenge you, well, it just, it just is making me watch him touch, stroke my girlfriend's face while he dictates the terms of my photograph. What am I supposed to do? How is a modern man supposed to deal with this shit? Like, like, because the beta male, like, who I, uh, 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 am a member of, the, the way we dealt with it before was, um, well, I own everything. 
and 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 ask your friends and like this behavior like like I go ahead and follow your urges, but if it pisses me off, you're not going to get hired a lot. Like I, I, you're not going to get a loan at that bank I own. Like I I make Rick and Morty and all this stuff, but it's like in these tiny micro moments, and also assuming if we're not going to go with hierarchy as a measurement of how you should treat women, if in other words beta males are controlling. Like how alphas treat women because we own alphas. Do we have to like have accountability and go, okay, now that the zoo is loose, like, oh, uh, so I don't own alphas and I don't own women. Do I have to get in a fight with this guy? What, do what? I have to like learn how? Do I have to just go to bars less? Do I have to like? So what happened? The, the, the... Nothing. Just trauma. I mean, he fucking, he was done as soon as he stroked my girlfriend's face with his smelly fingers, which I'm sure smelled better than mine. I, I did like, 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 he, he got what he wanted. You know, like, you he was it. gone. He you, didn't, it wasn't you, like a, you take it wasn't like a movie where he's gonna keep doing it before you stop him. He did what he wanted and he walked away. He did that to maybe eight people and maybe one of the women, like, like, was, I don't know what his game is. Uh, he, he did it and he walked away. And that man's name. Is Mayor Richard Reardon? <laughs> I was going to say Steve Zahn, but yeah, that's, uh, that's fucked up. Yeah, you do. You you got the camera. You just you just take. I should have taken a fucking thousand pictures of him. Yeah, you and been no, like, no. this guy had a lot of opinions you, you, about my girlfriend. You, you, you point and, the like, camera right where his dick is. Like you, you get done and go, take it out. And I know, like, and you it. have the confidence to do that. Let, let me, and let, I froze. And I was like, like <laughs> why? What? 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 How long do I have to wait for this guy to go away? Mm-hmm. What? What? How? How do I get back to my comfort zone? Which is not me hiding from him, but is me owning everything. That's the important thing. Like, how do I get back to my comfort zone where I'm king shit, not where I'm hiding in a bush? Did Cody, was Cody uncomfortable and freaked out by this? Like, how did she? She hated it. She hated it. And you can see in the photo, there's a photo of her with a backwards bike helmet on where her face is crimson. Yuck. Uh, and she's forcing a smile and she looks great because women, Deal with that all the time, and they just <laughs> and and the photos taken by a fucking cuck who just watched. Wait, is that the photo where her hair looks perfect and her hat is on backwards? Yeah, I love that. A, that's that's my amazing. It's my, photo. it's my favorite photo of. No, Cody. it looks ridiculous, and she looks fucking like purple, and it's and 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 every time I look at my own bike helmet. I, my dick shrivels up into my abdomen, and and and, and I I like I don't I just like these are new questions that are going to emerge if we're going to be good men, if we're going to also say because we can't just say hey don't jerk off into a potted plant blocker door like that that no. you know what uh, this society starts with guys that can't throw a spear as hard saying yeah but i can type a funnier joke than you and it and 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 then that that translates into like hierarchy so it's like i think there might be a little bit of like i need to learn how to punch a dude in the fucking face verbally or yeah. be as gallant as you where it's like 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 oh you would i know that you 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 spent 20 years before you finally got head butted and your your nose broke but like that was 20 years of you having recourse to masculinity i i like <laughs> I, 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 like, like, I, I, I have to learn. I have to like to recognize that and then like react. It's like my adrenaline just froze me. I'm like, this dude is just like, oh, 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 oh. He's just touching my girlfriend's right. face. And then in the time for it, faster than it takes me to even think of that, he's done. It took this long. It took that long. Mm-hmm. 
What am I supposed to do? Cut that off halfway? I just say, hey, get back here. Hey, mister. I, I, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Timing I, is always going to be hard because it's never going to be the perfect timing. You're never going to make it in time. You're never going to hit it right in the middle. It's always going to be too late. I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So it's not yeah, like, like you did anything wrong. I, I, but I, I spent the last twenty three years calling everybody I thought was a cunt a cunt, and this one cunt punched me in the fucking nose and broke my but nose. But what about like, timing? Like, what? Uh, we have infinite timing now. What do I would have said? I would have said, "Hey, man, you don't touch a woman without her consent." Oh damn! I mean, you gave him permission to help with a picture, right? You certainly didn't give her permission, anyone permission to touch a woman, right? Right. She didn't give him a permission. So, so but in real, so you would you would say that in a, I mean, if not, I were a super, would. if I were a superhero, that's what I would have done if I were in. But that you're, if you're a superhuman, not a superhero. If you're a superhuman, if you had super was activated. Uh, it, no, if you could move faster than human reflex, no. you would say it as his fingers touched her face, right? Or afterwards. Oh, okay. Or well, so so that really should could we be do punitive? that? Yes. Yeah. He does yes. that, and now he's gone and go. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 That's not. It's that's the thing. The timing's not gonna like. It's, and then it's never gonna goes, be okay. Like, what's going on? Uh, sounds like someone wants everything that's going normally to stop. Hey, Mister. Hey. You don't treat a lady like that. You hear? And then Cody, if she's worth her salt, is gonna go. It's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Please don't protract this trauma please don't do this. right it's when someone abuses the system and subverts the rule of law to make everyone uncomfortable there's not really a way to just I'm sorry, let it no, go past to make one person uncomfortable versus the 40 people i make uncomfortable by calling them out right but the world is uncomfortable by this stuff it's it's not it's not supposed to be comfortable the balance was upset when he Touch someone. You know, that was, that was what threw, and then everyone else has to make the decision to either be cool or not be cool, but that's because of him. It's not like, I mean, obviously it is a decision you're making, but it's not the decision that you were forced to make. It was a decision that he forced on you by breaking the balance and, you know, disrespecting personal boundaries. Yeah, and to me the tragedy is, so three weeks from now, I'm gonna be taking a picture of my girlfriend, and like, Michelle Gondry is going to come up, or the next Michelle Gondry is going to go. Actually, they're going to notice that I'm like backlighting her when I could be like, "Hey, can I help you with this photo?" And I'm going to go, "Fuck you, fuck you, you fucking rapist!" Like, why don't you what? Or uh, uh, no, I'm exaggerating. Like, like, right. like, like for real. Like, it was, uh, he comes up, "Hey, can I help?" And I go, "How? Mm-hmm. How?" Because that would be an appropriate response given how that guy behaved. Or, how are you going to help? Yeah, like, like what, I have to like scrutinize how? every single interaction I have. I can't just, in spite of how much energy it takes for me to treat people normally, you know, when I go out in public and it's like, it's already hard for me to, like, to have people walk away from an interaction with me not going, well, that guy's an asshole. Like so, I, I have like reflexes that I've like programmed on top. Yeah, of my everybody fucking reflexes. does. That's a, that's how like, everyone yeah, 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 feels. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's no, how it's everyone great. feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you want, whatever you want. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so then you're going whatever you want. This is like fucking predators that are like do, like right. relying on that reaction. That's what they're relying on. And yes. So then you go, okay, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever right. you want. From now on, my reflex is going to be, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Great. 
The world's going to be fucking beautiful in five minutes. We're living through that right now, we are. I mean, you keep hearing these new directors, these new personalities being accused. It's not... Oh, shit. I didn't mean it's that. not comfortable. What are you doing? I, I, did, well, I wanted to commit to it being on my shirt, but I, I poured vodka on my shirt, and I I didn't want it to get on my phone. That's a different matter entirely. <laughs> bit late for that. Speaking of different matters entirely, um, Spencer... What do you think about giving us a big long yeah, recap of D and D? Because it's been a long time since I've been around yeah. and played. You want to D and D? Do you want to do a little? Uh, what's happening? Here, play that. That's Dan singing. So good. I guess that I, I don't know. That's Ho- Hoser. Nice Is Hoser. The, do you really name your band Hoser? If you're like, who's it? Who's the Canadian guys? Mackenzie Brothers? Take yeah, off, take, yeah, exactly. Yeah, take take off a hoser. All right, sorry. Anyways, I don't know. I thought like, but I it's want, not comfortable. It's it's what you know. Remember, and it doesn't happen to me that much, but I bet it happens to a lot of fucking people. Yeah, all the absolutely, time. it does. I created Rick and Morty, and that shit happened to me at sunset and, and sunset, like. In, in full view of every hipster wearing gauzy t-shirt. Like, like, this shit, like, like, if you're, if you're listening and you constantly feel worried that, like, your masculinity is being, mm-hmm. like, impugned, like, or, or, or challenged, like, the important thing is, like, I think that's how this all started. So, now, now, like, now let's, let's reboot and, like, figure out a way through these moments together. Where we, we don't take the course we took 6,000 years ago, where we went, you know what? Enough is enough. From now on, uh, if you love a man and you're gonna have babies with him, you need to sign this contract and any guy that fucks her is a criminal and he gets hung from the highest tree, like, because I'm talented and I, I bring more meat into this cave. Like, like we, we as a tribe, meaning we as the, the, the male that doesn't want to, I don't know. Like, 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 we started this. We, I'm, I, I, I want to know what I do as an individual. I want to be Humphrey Bogart the next time some dude, some, some chode fucking like disrespects my space, uh, my, my, my girlfriend's like privacy and agency, like in public. I, I want to have like a, a foolproof response that doesn't make me a, a well, dick. Like, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's hard to do. Like very early on, like, Dating church, we were at some restaurant and some asshole like bumped our table and knocked shit all over us and was not cool about it. And he was, you know, just a dick. And I really made a, a scene and she was just like, fucking don't do that. Like, like don't. Like I didn't let it go. It wasn't making things better. I escalated shit and she's just like, fucking don't ever do that again. And like, I, I wanted instant justice, and you're not going to get it from that fucking asshole. That's the thing is, there's got to be a woman's worst nightmare, not to mansplain what that is, but it's got to be like, there's got to be a highway cone where they're like, well, yeah, it would be nice if if there was a, but no, you're, yeah, yeah. Like, but this is my worst nightmare. Now I have two Visigoths, like, like, yeah. like. I, I'm, I'm always the thing of saying something that hurts the person's feelings as they walk away. <laughs> but that's That's not very healthy, and once it got my nose broken, so. Uh, I mean, the truth is, in a, like a perfectly natural primate society, look, I, I don't know, there's eight, eight billion other dudes. If they all wanted to gang up on me and beat me up, they can have all my shit. 
So then we have capitalism, then we have politics, then we have government. So, like, we all wake up every day in a world where they're like, you're not allowed to climb in my window and have what I have. I didn't put in a spirit gum on this beard and it's coming up. Because <laughs> I'm laughing too much and now my fucking beard's popping up and I'm like, a, what kind of commander? We we're all, all have that problem, We're all too. laughing too much. We're all laughing too much. Uh, anyways, we were about to, I think, segue into maybe D&D. D&D. But I do Dino feel like, might. whereas usually where we segue into D&D and then we heap on dispensary and go like, okay, now quickly do a recap as part of the D&D segment. We, I think it might help Spencer if we identify a pre-D&D uh, period before we start playing D&D where we... Where we figure out what the fuck happened. Yes, no, no, I, I'm saying, I, I, because so that it's not on him? Because you guys played once, I think, when I wasn't here, and we haven't played for a while, because you weren't here, Spencer. Like, it, it, it seems like it's been a couple months since I've I played th- D&D. I think you were at the last one. Was I? I don't fucking We know. turned in got, the missions. We've all got license to not know what the hell yeah, is let, going let, on. Let's, before I do the the roll of the music, Spencer, like, do, do you have the sheets in, in, the, in the flim flam? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hand those out. Um, because we have loads of time right now. And let's get this at least back up in the air. While he gets that stuff out, I don't think let's do a little nice. bit of podcast business because we're like, uh, let's be transparent about this. We we moved from the venue uh, where we had a live audience into this place, and then we're like, we had a discussion tonight where we like pulled up the numbers of like like who's listening when and who's you know like, and it looks like, well, I mean, there's a million ways to look at a million different numbers, but like, there's an indication that. Uh, this transition is costing us like uh people's faith uh, that that there's a, that that the upset is like we've we've cracked the whip here whether it's people thinking that the podcast is over and not and they don't have communication that the podcast is continuing or whether it's people that genuinely hate this format and don't know it'll ever end or, like who knows there's a million variables but we did talk a lot tonight yeah, about yeah well, we I think what we kind of came to the agreement on is that we don't know what's going on we don't know when the space will be back when the space is back we don't know exactly what that's going to look like we don't we don't want it to be us doing a booth podcast like this forever. That's, yeah. that, that's not the permanent state of Because this doesn't affairs. represent our dream. This isn't our fantasy. But then you would say, well, what is your dream? What is your fantasy? And we would say, we're not sure. I don't think that whatever we were doing before represented me thinking we were nailing it. Mm-hmm. Which is why maybe for me it's it's easier to go, oh, fuck it. We're doing it from this booth from now on. Viva la difference. And Maybe people are going, what the fuck? Because you, but, but I, all I can say is we're open to anything internally. We're going to try to, like, we're, we're working on getting the venue back up. That's not because we think that the show should be what it was before. We also don't think this is ideal. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, we, uh, we want like we we're talking about maybe like we'll go around California and do like crazy like pop up shows, uh, um, because it, that'll be fun. Like because like, we'll have an audience for that. There's there's ways to make the VO booth version of the show more like worth fucking listening to live. I don't know. But I was, after you left that conversation, I actually, it's not really the subscribership that's in trouble. It's actually the crazy thing is maybe a totally organic thing, which is that the people listening to the free version of the podcast, it just plummeted. 
after we transitioned, which is just like an earthquake. It's mm-hmm. like, well, we, our show got canceled and there was no communication about. You know why? Because that one gift that Jane posted. It was the fuck. it was Jane. Yeah. She fucking took it, she fucking took it all down. I was hoping that we could mention her tonight in the tonight's show because I definitely did want to continue a <laughs> insane cycle of <laughs> whether or not uh, uh uh yeah I don't <laughs> I definitely right. was hoping H- hand, for hand, sure Hans Steve and I are character sheets please <laughs> All right the uh, the dispensing of the character sheets is happening Oh, she... Yeah. All right, so Spencer... I'm woefully unprepared. I apparently don't have my dice or my laptop, so both my laptop is on my phone and my dice is going to be on my phone. Phone, dice. All right, but we didn't talk at all about what had happened. We're going to get to the bottom of this right now. Just Let me just say that being good in 2017 is not always going to be comfortable and we're not always going to do the right thing, but... It's always going to be the wrong thing to just go, oh, that sucks. Eh, I'll deal with it later. You know what? Look, I, yeah, we, we, we've, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. We've had a lot of fun. It's never been perfect. It's very lazy and fly-by-night. But uh, we want the people listening to know that this uh, we are all committed to finding out what the new, better version of this is. And we're going to do it. I was talking about sexual assault. Oh. Oh. Well, no, that's... <laughs> come on. That's that's just going to happen. Right. All right. That was, that was a joke. <laughs> I know. It's... it's. I mean, it's it's true, though. It's a great joke. <laughs> it's a great Why, joke. Bark boxes in your character sheet? Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, like third page is bark box. Bark box. I had a conversation with my therapist that I thought was so fucking fascinating because we've been, she's been, I, I think she may be using me as a case study because I'm like a straight white male and like this shit is like in the um, psychological community. This movement that's happening right now, people should know maybe that uh, this is measurable and it is a real movement because the people who get paid $200 a session to talk to you about what's fucking you up, um, they're all talking about it. And these are snobs who do not normally pay attention to what you're talking about. They do not care. They dismiss it as like pockets of this and that. And it has disrupted their entire practice. It has disrupted their calendar of how you're going to self-actualize and what, and how couples interact. Um, particularly the Weinstein thing, couples therapists are experiencing this flood of um, women in couples saying, yeah, well, here are my assaults. And the man and the couple going, I didn't know that. And then you go from there into a Yahtzee game or into a fucking like Candyland game of like, you don't know. Like, because no one's ever communicated about it and everything has gone insane. And I think for that reason, maybe my therapist is kind of fascinated with my, like, <laughs> of like my point of view, like what's going on with it. And I had like an, I almost came like, whatever, we should play D&D. I don't want to, I feel like, I feel like me talking about this stuff is why our subscribers like (laughs) went away or or, or our listeners. I think nothing is more helpful than four men talking about women's issues. Well, that's a dumb, cheap shot. Like (laughs) we're all right about everything. I mean, I had a conversation with my therapist about what I was experiencing as a man about all this stuff. And she was telling me as a gay person, like, what 
it, it, how it works being like feeling like you're part of a demographic that is under a microscope and a thing that was crazy to me was when she talk she talk about like well you know like when gay rights are like violated or when when things are coming up in the news like some kid gets like handcuffed to a fence and beaten because he's gay or something um her explaining to me that there's like this fear if a gay person, an individual gay person is reading the newspaper and reads that story, that beyond any outrage, beyond any, like, anything, that there's, like, this weird shame that creeps in where it's like, oh, are they, it's not like, are they coming for me next or maybe I shouldn't be gay. It's just sort of like, when are they going to stop looking at me? When are they going to stop paying attention to me? Right. Like, like, and, and, and I was like, I was so overwhelmed with her characterization of it where I was like, I was like, oh man, you know what? I don't, I don't think I ever understood that. I, I don't, I, I think that everybody just intellectualizes like this stuff because it, it gets reduced to like this like, uh, stratego game of like, Oh, I understand your outrage. I understand your anger. I understand unfairness. Uh, you, you work for this and you should get that. But like, we, we're not communicating about the thing that we could all relate to, which is like, holy fuck, I hope nobody kicks my fucking ass next. I hope nobody fucking comes for me. I hope, I hope I didn't make a bad choice. Did I make a choice? Should I be gay? What's going on? Like, I don't know. Like, because it's not prideful. They don't have gay fear parades. They don't have, it's, it's like, it's not right. It's not a right way to express anything. And yet it's something we all share. Like, you worry about it. And I, I was burst into tears because I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know you guys felt that way. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I only understood that you'd be angry. I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that you'd be like ashamed. I didn't know that you'd react to a story in a paper of somebody getting gay bashed with shame. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd react with anger and fear, but not shame. And I think that, like, anyways, alright. That's been our show. Thanks for, no, oh, okay. So we're in a forest and a fucking goblin attacked us. Whatever. whatever no, no, whatever. no, no. You fucking Nazi. We had a whole episode after that. All right. Where were we? All right. Yeah, br- take me way back, Spence, please, if you don't mind. Um, I'm sorry to call you Spence. That that really didn't I mean. call him Spenny. I started calling him Spenny. Spenny? He probably loves that. In text. Spen- Spenny, do you like, do you like <laughs> that? <laughs> That's one of several competing theories. I'm honestly trying to remember what happened. You know, BarkBox will send you a we, box of... We went to uh, Placeholder. Yeah, close. We went to Placeholder, and then we turned in our mission, and the captain of the of our police force kind of base, we had a meeting with them. Well, yeah, that was the most recent. So if that's all you want to know, oh, for sure. Okay, so here's what happened. You finished your mission... That's what I pointed out. No, I know, I know. I'm sharing, I'm sharing it. <laughs> oh, to the camera. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. I do a lot of drugs these days. These days? Is it because you feel sad about something that's beyond the cheese stain? It's no. Well, I mean, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but really, I'm just trying to remember. Forget about the cheese stain. It's <laughs> a little Cat Stevens for you guys. I wasn't mansplaining. I was talking about a personal I know. relationship. You, you, you got you got kind of teared up too. Well, you, you kind of high roaded me. I was. I was. I'm not like one of those guys. I'm not. I'm special. No, but like, 
I'm not saying it's not worthwhile talking about, but a bunch of guys talking about women's issues is like that's all that's happening. I'm not talking time. about women's issues. I'm talking, yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I was I was doing exactly what you said. I was taking a cheap shot, and I, 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 I cop to that. Well, when you're not around and you don't take those cheap shots, this, this show descends into garbage. So. You must be doing something right. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't going to point it out, but maybe the the ratings dipped when I wasn't here. Yeah, I mean, it, it point of fact that what happened. The question is, you know, yeah, and also the stock market kept going up after Trump was elected. But you, you know, we, we need to look at this stuff closer. You, you could have been part of the Schraub boost. Do you have any idea how how hard it is to maintain my composure when I know that there's not enough spirit gum on this fucking beard and it's popping and flopping? It, it looks fine from most angles. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, if you're at that angle, see, see it that starts. Right no, see, I get it. It's a big pocket. Most people aren't going to be yeah. viewing you at that. I angle. got a party to go to where I have to be a character that nobody knows who I am. Three people saw the the, the Scrabble box last night and laughed. That was three out of a thousand. Maybe not as many people watch that show as now, you think. No, or it, it's been too long. Now it's all about those Stranger Things. Um, do we still have time? Yeah, yeah. we have a lot, Loads lots of, time. of time. All right, Spencer, do you want to just do, do a recap, or should I give you music? How do you feel about this? Uh, whatever whatever you guys I, I'm going to give you music, because I, I like continuity. There's a bug. Go away. Fuck. It's fucking bugs. It's, the whole thing's a blackout. You're in a blackout right now? No, no, no. I oh. mean, well, I might be. I feel like a lot of my life has been a blackout the last... Five years. Maybe you should stop drinking, Steve. I know. Last time, and an undetermined amount of times before that, <laughs> our heroes were doing a mission. Oh boy, they exercised a child, and then they saved that child from a priest that was trying to exercise the child. They took the priest into custody, custody where they were going to take him back to the home base. And you know what happened? Assassins happened. They came in and they stabbed up Patchens and they stabbed up Diarrhea Jr. And the, the prior ran away. He was your captive and he ran away. Oh boy, the Assassins ran away and it turned out they had a powerful gem that Patchens owned. And he was just besides himself with rage that it was uh, allowed to be taken from him. You uh, met up with this guy called Geffen, and he gave you back the prior, and, and you guys went back to the home base where you turned in the mission. And uh, Patchens went to talk to the people, and the prior went to talk to the people, and you told Patchens you'd meet him at a local tavern after the meeting. Uh, the captain said you can turn in uh, your mission papers with Zelly at the commissary to get paid. Brother Absalom was looking at you. Brother Absalom you met, and he gave you a orangutan ball. Um, there was an umber hulk, but it was non-canon. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I have questions about the... Uh, what was the... Orang- That's a great way to start off. Anyone have questions? What's the orangutan thing, or what was that? When you first ran back into Pure Burn Abbey, um, you met Brother Absalom. Right. And he, he was like, yo, what up? And then you were like, weren't you working on that thing to get us not have to sign all this paperwork? And he was like, yeah, here you go. Here's an orangutan ball. It summons an orangutan. All right. And was that, at that time, did we regard that as a random response? Um, <laughs> it, it seemed like the kind of thing that was someone trying to yes and an improv you made. Right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, we're, we're off to Skull and Bone, the bar, right? To go talk to Patchens or something like that? Yeah. 
And to be clear, so my drunken question is, so we didn't get, like, a new mission from anybody. We're, like, done, and we're in a flux here. Not yet, although no. you had been told that you could collect your paycheck in that Brother Absalom had been looking for you. Oh, let's go get our paycheck, then. Where, where, where do we and find... And you wanted to meet Patrick. Well, what, what, uh, where do we find Brother Absalom? He's in his lab. Let's go to the lab and get paid. And then we'll he take doesn't it. pay out. Oh. You go to the commissary to get paid. Let's go to the commissary and get paid. Yep. All right. You go there. It's just like a storefront. It's like kind of like a hotel gift store kind of thing. It's really small. It's got just shit everywhere. And it's it's not useless hotel shit. It's like useful kind of church stuff. I wish commissary stuff. was like a... Synonymous with cafeteria. Yeah. What is it? Mm-hmm. I did too. It's also like a store and a place where you can buy goods, I believe. Okay. It is generally more the food. Uh, I sidle up to the, uh, is someone work, a uh, ding ding? Is there anybody here working at the commissary? Yeah. You see, uh, you see a tan skinned girl with silver hair and, um, it looks like, uh, a diversity. The robes of, what do you call it? The monks. Like, uh, the monks are kind of the clerical kind of, you know, record keeping kind of people. They're not the same as you guys. They're not enforcers. They're not priests or anything. They're just kind of like a clerical class of people. I walk up, I introduce the group, and I say, uh, we'd like to get paid in full. All right. Wait, where's the paperwork? I, I, I hand over the paperwork. Okay. You guys hand out the paperwork that you filled out. Yep. Behind the scenes. Yep. Okay. You do that. You each get twenty gold. It's, what? it's the, the job, the payout for the job. Each twenty yeah. gold. Yeah. Oh wow, I'm rich. Yeah. Uh, guys, you know what we do right now? If I could, we take this straight to the skull and bone. I'm worried about Patchens. Yeah, Patchens. I think he's over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's go get a stink on, and uh, we'll talk to Patchens. Thank you, commissary mistress. What's your, what's your name, by the way? Tan monk lady. Zelly. Hmm. Zelly. Well, we see you as uh, equal. Okay, that was weird. Right, I thought that would that was the case to begin with. Yeah, now it seems. Well, but I appreciate the affirmation. <laughs> Thank you, Zelly. Um, I never, I never questioned your uh, your status to begin with. Uh, seems like a weird thing to ask. This is to say. the same, the same, the same exact problem. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> good, good to meet you, Sally. Uh, see you on the flip flop. Bye, go, Sally. Let's go over to the skull and bones. <laughs> All right. You go to the skull and bones. Now I feel terrible about it. But she, she didn't make it this far These without having to go just, numb to that shit. I know, but you're still weird about. Yeah. No, but I'm like what? I'm like a thing that tested her numbness. I'm not a thing that caused it. Yeah. Well. Let's let's live and learn. Let's not do that again. Let's not. Next time I see a person with tan skin and what was it? Weird hair. Silver, Silver hair. Silver hair. I'm yeah. No, I'm gonna be like whoever smelled it, dealt it. I'll wait, well, I'll wait for them to call me um, different. Okay. Uh, we we sidle up to the old skull and bone. The skull and bone is kind of like. Uh... <laughs> You know, it's like in the casino where there's these little alcoves that have like restaurants and shit. It's like in this, this, uh, the Abbey grounds that you're in, in the, the mess hall kind of area that's adjacent to the commentary, commissary. There's, there's three kind of little, uh, 
what do you call it? Bouncers? Restaurants or sort of situations. Like a food court kind of situation? Kind of, yeah. There's a, there's like a, it's like a mess hall and then like, let's say three lounges. So, mm-hmm. so two of the lounges are reserved for higher ups and people that are higher rank than you. And one of the lounges is the skull and bones. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the It's like an tavern. airport terminal. Yeah, right. kind of. It's kind of like a commissary. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, 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 when I wrote this stuff down, I knew what a commissary was. And I don't remember what a lot of this stuff means anymore. Uh, guys, let's, uh, I could, I could murder a drink right now and, uh, we gotta, we gotta catch up with Patchens. Mm-hmm. So let's, we, we walk into the Skull and Bones. Alright. You see the bartender, Brother Stube. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's pouring, he's pouring a glass of beer for you guys because he knows what's up and uh-huh. hopefully it's beer. Hey, Stube. What up, man? I, how's it going out there? It's still, still fine. Just you, uh, making it by. Stube, are you still, uh, smoking the dube? <laughs> I had to stop after they removed my intestines. Oh no! Oh, Stube. What? what? Do you have Crohn's disease? I might. Oh dear. Are you saying that they removed the Stube too? <laughs> I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm I, sorry. I'm popping my mustache off. I'm, I'm making myself a friend. I, maybe I, he, he means, do you need any help with medical bills? No, I'm okay. The church covers us. Do they let you keep the intestine? The stew tube. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, oh, I've never seen Jeff I'm, laugh this hard. He's crying. I made myself hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the, trying not to laugh. Because you're gonna pop your Commander Fred mustache on. It is funny. Makes it makes yeah. <laughs> everything's funnier when you have a beard on. <laughs> it's not your own beard. I get that. <laughs> oh boy, oh, Stub, have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Stub, give yourself something. I give him like an extra. Oh, is there any tissues? Thanks, man. I appreciate you. You got those tissues, bro? You know I do. You see Patchens around here? Uh, he's, uh, and I describe Patchens. Patchens. He, uh, Patchins. looks like Toby McGuire, but, um. It's funny. Patchens' last name is Steubens, and your name is Stube. Wow. What a coincidence. Are you related? No. No. But the person who named me wasn't very original. <laughs> We're living in a name name imagination drought. Would you look? Would you look at me? <laughs> Half mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, What's the word about town, Stube? You're, you're foo 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 and a half men chew. No, that didn't work. I don't know. I was trying to think of something like a half foo man chew. Two and a half Fu Manchu. It's a Chinese Fu Manchu. Uh, Two and a half Manchu. Fu and a half Manchu. <laughs> Fu and a half Manchu. Fu Man, yeah. But then you need, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I've got spare gum in my pocket. Right? We're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're doing our DNA. All right, Stu, uh, do you know Do you know of this patchens that we speak of? No. I, I examine the bar to look around to see if I can see a patchens walking around. You don't see patchens. I there. picture him as looking, by the way, exactly like Podrick from Game of Thrones. That's what I picture. Okay. Who's I picture patchens. Patchens, all right. That's no, but, a good idea. But right. that's like white rights like. Why, why, why couldn't that role go to an Asian? Yep. Listen to my other podcast, Whiting Wong, <laughs> to find out the answer. Stu... How did you lose your intestines? I'm, I'm concerned about this. I might have Crohn's disease. Okay. All right. All right. 
But in this world, it's the result of a real crone. <laughs> I was cursed by a crone. Yeah, an actual crone. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm, I mean, it's, it's not a big place, and I, t- I look around for patches. No, he should be here. I mean, <laughs> if he was here, we'd see him. Wait oh. a minute. Uh-oh. Uh, do I see? I look, I look around. Is there anything else that might catch a gnome druid's eye? Um, this is great for dice. We don't have a, yeah, I'm like, um, as he's rolling with his phone, like, I don't really have a right to accept, to expect that he would meet us here, you know, like, we we were kind of cable guys about it, we were like, we'll just meet you at some point. Yeah, but didn't he say he was going to be here? Yeah, but I'm like, I was like, okay. You don't see anyone here except just the kind of, there's just a few regular people who are almost always here. It's not, it's not a very busy time for the skull and bone. So how do so we? So Stubes doesn't recall any young, uh, bright-eyed male that I describe Patchens like. However, I describe Patchens. He's kind of no, sleepy. I would have so. remembered something like that. So That's he never practically my job. Uh oh. <sighs> Looks like uh, we're gonna send uh, Diarrhea Junior back to where we came. Have him retrace the path that that uh, 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 Patchens would have taken. See if he finds it. Okay. I go back to Pureburn Keep. You're already there. I have a oh, drink. Um, that's right. Drink. Hot wings. I go. I go back to the, the offices. All right, you do that. Uh, Which offices? The the ones we started in. I'm eating hot wings, but not. I'm not going to clean the bone because I just got twenty gold pieces, and I'm not. I've never. I've never been. I've never liked to deal with bones in food. Like I just. I eat. I take a bite of the hot wing. And I end up putting what a lot of people would judge me for in the discard basket. But the truth is, fuck you. We're all criminals. We're eating chicken. Yeah, no one judges you. I look for the bishop. The bishop's not around. Um, usually the higher-ups don't really come around and, and mill around here. He was probably there for an appointment or what, two. Wasn't he the last person to talk to Patchens? Him and Brother Schrader. Okay, I want to find Brother Schrader. All right, you find him in his office. You know where that is. Do I know where have, that is. Do they have an appetizer menu here? Yeah. Is it uh, hot wings? What else? Hot wings, scotch eggs, mixed nuts, and pickles. I, I, I order mixed nuts. He brings you a plate of mixed nuts and pickles. Hmm. Brother Schrader? Yeah. Uh, wait. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> hey, hey, uh... Do you know where our friend Patchens went? Patchens, he said he was looking for you right after, uh, right after we finished up. He said he had something to tell you and then he was leaving. Mm. So wait, he has something to tell us, but left? No, he said he had to do both of those things. Hmm. I'm removing any pecans or walnuts. Those are the two, if those are included in the That's like I'm most out. of them. There's still <laughs> almonds, but yeah. What about, almonds? What about cashews? There's no, you're not there. I know, but I like cashews. Talk to your, do your thing. Okay, uh, so yeah, I, that's I, metagaming, I, I, Steve. I, I order olives. Yeah, <laughs> there's no olives. Oh shit! What? A, um, which direction did he walk in? Uh, he went towards the bar, the mm. skull and bone. Hmm. Are you lying to me? You're using sense motive. Do you have sense? Not sense motive. Do you have, uh, it's called something different in Pathfinder. Do you see anything? There is a sense motive. Okay, then it's sense motive. I don't have it. <laughs> All right. Um, 
You can't tell what his face is saying, but he looks really mad. Mad? Hey, you look really... Are you okay? Yeah, I got a dipshit in my face asking me stupid questions. Oh, Oh. snap. Ouch. Why you gotta be mean? Because I'm the boss, my time's really important, and you're just asking me questions that I think you already know the answers to. Well... Well, what's so important? Can I help you with anything? No, man. Well, uh, that's not that's not good delegation. Why don't we set you up in the office, and then we'll give you all these tasks, and right when you're about to do them, then I can come in and start asking you a bunch of stupid bullshit and see how you feel about it. But what are you going to do when I leave here? Like, 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 What's your laundry list? What's my laundry list? <laughs> yeah. That's what I asked. What do you mean? Like, what are the things you got to do your tasks? Not laundry. It was an expression. What's the expression? It's a laundry list of things. Laundry things. No. What are you talking about? What did, what what tests you have to do when I leave here? I have to follow up with uh, several of the missions that are due back with the mission reports today. I'm gonna mm-hmm. see the status of things that are going on in the office pool. Check in. Get I want, some reports on ongoing assignments. Those, uh, pickled eggs or scotch eggs. All right. Well, All right. Well, I, I'll I, get some in the. In I appreciate the... the help. I'm glad you don't have to do laundry. Laundry really sucks. I go back to the skull and bone. Thank you. On the way there, you see, you see, uh, Patchens is like hiding in a corner. Oh, oh what? Nice work. He's like, he's like, he's in the skull and bone. No, he's not. He's on the way to skull and bone. He's like flagging you down with his hand. <laughs> pa- pa- Patchens. <laughs> Hey man, I was just looking for you. Get, get it, get in here. Whoa. Okay. Are we? What are we? Why are we whispering? Because I'm a big trouble, man. What, what's going on, man? I lost an artifact in the church. <laughs> I'm gonna go find it. No, wait. The one that was stolen from you that we didn't. Yeah, that's like my whole job. They said I gotta go get it back. What? Okay. I'll see it. Wait. What are the What are the stakes here? God, uh, life and death for me, and maybe more. Oh man. Well, can we help you? Well, this sounds like a I job think that for ship's this. Sailed. <laughs> well, we'll come with you to back you up. You don't have to do it alone. I don't know. We're you your, guys, we're your friends. The last time I trusted you, I got stabbed, and basically my whole life was upended. Dude, I got stabbed too. We're stab bros. Right. We should stick together. Maybe you should reconsider your surroundings. Hmm. Have you tried what are the Scotch eggs? Yeah, these are nice. They're really good. <laughs> they're, they're they're not as heavy as I thought they'd be. They, they look deep fried, but they're really yeah. It's like a, is it like a panko. What do they got going on here? Nice. Uh, yeah, they put something other than breadcrumbs on it. Yeah, I think it's a panko. <sighs> have you have you had a big titty filibuster? Uh, yeah. Should we get some? Nah, if you've already had it, it's 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 a novelty drink. Hey, Patchens, look. It would mean a lot to me if we could accompany you and try to make good on all the horrible things that have happened to you because we've entered your life. If you, um, either way, whether you want to want us to help you out or not, I want to give you my slingshot to help you on your journey, with or without us. Awesome. But you got to let me know now because I got to go get my buds, my best buds. Listen, I appreciate your help. It hasn't been very helpful. I'm going to leave. You guys deal with the results of your actions. All right. Well, take my slingshot so you can always remember us. All right. 
Okay. I go back to the skull and bone. We, he, he he tells us what just happened, and we have a little powwow. Is does that? Oh, wait a minute. No, come on. I want I okay. want him to tell us. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, how'd it go? Did you find Patchens? What's going on? Hey, guys. What's you know? Break it down for us. <laughs> I talked to. I went back, and then the I got yelled at. Patchens. What? You so, found Patchens? I found Patchens in a corner, and he was really scared. Corner of what? Just the corner of the commissary. And, and he was just, he really doesn't want to have anything to do with us anymore. So oh. I gave him my slingshot and I told him. He didn't want help? He definitely did not want our help. Oh, cool. So you said, would you like our help? And he said no. Yeah, and he was. He didn't say anything passive aggressive like, well, you haven't helped that much so far. Or you've your help hasn't turned out that good. Yeah. Something that passive-aggressive people say where they really want you to help. He made it abundantly clear that... He said, no, I got this covered. I'm a totally confident person. That <laughs> no, has... no. He didn't seem confident, right. but he also... I don't know he that seemed... we were additive in any right. way. So he seemed like he needed help, but also didn't want to owe us anything and just wanted to make us feel guilty and help him. I think that he felt more like if we went with him, we would royally fuck it up for him. Like, he had better chances without us. Right, because he was doing so good uh, with his artifact by guarding a door. Yeah, he was just sleeping. Overrun by vampires. All right. Well, sounds like... Uh, Should we, we follow we him? To do. Doesn't sound like it. I mean, if you told me something different, like if you were able to convey nuance to me, like that would make it clear that he actually wanted our help. Well, uh, I mean, he I said... Say, let's go follow him. Yeah, well, he was... I asked him, I was like, well, what are the stakes? And he was like... Like, personally, in my life and death, but also the whole world. Right. And I and feel then like... you said, do you want help? And he was like, no. Yeah. Really? That's he, what he happened. unequivocal about it. He said, no. He didn't say, uh, from my experience, it doesn't seem like you guys helped that much. Because that would be a different answer. I mean, he did do that, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. He did that, too. Yeah, he was... Which means he did that instead, because you can't do both. I don't know, man. You can't man. be definitive and like, I really got the sense that it wasn't passive aggression. He was just very mad and very scared and very upset and really didn't think we were helpful. I say, fuck <laughs> it. I say, fuck him. Let him do his own thing. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Like, so like, like, what, like, like, we got to go find Patchen's gem? Yeah. No, we can't. I mean, not when he's going to make it difficult to help him. I mean, I'm not, not like I'm, I'm in this for the ambitious, you know, glory and stuff, but yeah. like, what the the, the 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 adventure of Patchen's gem doesn't really sound like a well. What if no, no, the adventure of Patchen's gem sounds like an amazing adventure. The adventure of convincing Patchen's that he needs help <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. sounds like the first forty years of my what fucking if, life. What if we man who knew too little him and like were in the in the shadows and making everything happen, and he just thought he was doing such a great well, job? I, I, I don't think we're talented enough. To, <laughs> <laughs> what are we like the so like he's Inspector Clouseau and we're fate yeah, yeah i don't think we've graduated to that level oh like, <laughs> like i'm just blue skying here I don't how about this why don't we walk back uh back to the uh to the abbey or where, wherever we go and talk and see like we need a new mission obviously because we're, right. we're, we're basically homeless we got 20 gold burning a hole in our pocket but that's a lot we don't need a new mission yeah, should but, we put it all hey, on black hey guys we work for the church militant and we got you know we, we have a we, we took an oath we have a job to do why don't we have this? Why don't we go back, find out if they have a new job for us? If it sounds less interesting than the, <laughs> than the adventure of Patchen's gem, uh, then we take, we go, we, we go shadow Patchen's around. 
I don't think shadowing Patchens is going to be a realistic option if we wait five more minutes. Spencer, who, who do we talk to about finding a new mission for us? Uh, brother Absalom. Okay, why don't we go back and talk to Brother Absalom, and then we'll tell him about Patchens and see what he thinks about that. I will. Can I? I don't want to be negative, Nelly. Mm-hmm. But one of the th- reasons why we didn't bring Patchens up in the first place is because when we were debriefing, Patchens made it very clear to me that he doesn't want the Church of the Silver Flame knowing about his ish. Right. That that was clear. So if you care about Patchens, oh, like, that would have been good to mention in the recap. <laughs> that that's yeah, that's great that you remembered. That's that. accurate though, right? No, no, I know that's yeah. great. I didn't, I didn't, I let I let Patchens have his own. It was a it was a thing. Like I I knew that Patchens didn't want us talking about because it. he'd be in big shit trouble with the uh, with the church. I wasn't quite sure, but I had decided like I like this Patchens kid. He helped us a lot. Like if I were up to me, I'd like to help him. You know, I don't know if. Diarrhea is an unreliable narrator. Like if I if I heard a kid say if he was like dragging his feet and going like no I don't need any help I don't need anybody I'd be like well I'm forty so I think you do need help and that's cool because when I was twenty that's how I talked too when I needed help but I said that's why I said did he say no or was he a little fucking schlubby about it because if he's schlubby about it let's go chase this kid down and save him from himself. Uh, maybe I'm just bad with people. Was I, he a little schlubby? Yeah, maybe he was a little, a little schlubby. schlubby. He was a little mealy mouthed. He was a little like indirect, like well, well, basically, when it all comes down to it, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's go get the kid. Right? Okay, yeah. He's our friend. You know what? The more I say it, because I said it now twice, but the more I say the adventure of Patch and Jen, <laughs> it just it seems like a, if if I was in a bookstore and I saw that on a book, I go, I'm fucking give that a read. It sounds like at least one ingenue is going to get her first kiss in that adventure. Yeah. Maybe it'll be us. Uh, no, it'll, okay, so I'm, in other words, in that conversation, I'm kind of like, oh, Patchens. That's why I was asking him that stuff. I was like, did he say no, or was he kind of like poopy face about it? Now I'm like, I'm like, in the middle of my drink, I'm like, all right. Let, I, I want to go find him. Let, 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 let's all run out and go see if we can get to the bottom of this with Patchens. Yeah. We run out to look for Patchen Spencer. All right. Uh, who's got the best perception? Probably. It might be Dan. Dan. I have a four. Oh, I think it is Lee. No, I've got 11, Jackson. My name's Steve. I mean, diarrhea. I call Spencer Jackson because that's, because that's what you do when you have 11 perception. 11. Oh, uh, it, it, uh, as a human, I don't have enough perception to find it on my character sheet. <laughs> Does that it's under your skills. It's alphabetical P. All right. You're looking for Patchen's. You don't see him. Shit. Three. That's not bad. Okay. He's uh, he's clearly left the abbey, the the keep, the. Which way was he headed? Well, he's got to be heading toward where the thieves went, that direction, right? What? No. Which way was he headed? I didn't really get a good look. What do you mean? Which way was he headed? Well, I I did you see him walk off? No, I left before he did. Oh, great. Right. Okay. Where did you see him last? Right here, behind this little bush. It's behind this bush? I look around around the bush. Not a bush. You're inside. Oh, I look around inside the bush. <laughs> uh, you see it's like a small nook where a, a short person could hide. I'm really scouring on the, on the level that a person without perception could would, would achieve the results they need to have if he had a high perception. 
Um, I'm just looking at every fucking inch and centimeter of the area. You see uh, fingernail marks like someone was digging into it, like uh, trying to climb up it or something. Interesting. <laughs> We're go- okay. I, I just yell, patch it! <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Don't wonder you guys have like a, I can turn into a spirit bird or. I can That's look. shadow can, right. can you okay. talk to there animals? Might, there might be something that you guys can do. Can you but. conjure one and talk to it and have it? I certainly can't. Well, it looks like we lost passions. I mean, and I think that anyone listening would agree that we did the best we could. Well, hang on. I, I might be able to conjure up some bullshit here. Hang on a second. I, uh. I, uh, I have a bark box. Can I use bark box <laughs> for a limited time only? I summon nature's ally. <laughs> I summon. I summon, I summon nature's ally. All right. What nature's ally do you want to summon? Um, a horse. No. No. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have anything that flies. Can't do an octopus. Uh, I, I I summon a horse, and I get on it. And I ride out of the town looking for, for Patchens. Is there like a one gate kind of town, or is there lots of different gates? Um, it's like, uh, there's a couple gates, but there's a main gate. Okay, I, I, I get in the horse and I go, I'll be right back, boys. Good luck! Alright, no, clap, 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 clap. Alright, um. <laughs> Did you see how beautiful that horse was? Oh, God. What level are you? Me? Yeah. What do you mean, like, what level? You're level three, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're level three. You take off riding on your majestic, magical summon steed, and you ride for 18 glorious seconds until your spell runs out. <laughs> it lasts for three rounds. So we can still see him up the road, right? <laughs> right, yeah. It goes, you fall off like the horse poofs out from under you. <laughs> what the fuck is the point? Uh, uh, okay, three rounds. close quarters when you, yeah. those moments when okay. you wish you had a horse. Right, in okay. combat time, I, I hop, three rounds I hop off the horse because I knew that was coming. Okay, <laughs> and I, I go, bam, and I look around, <laughs> and I see that. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I pretend that I didn't see it. <laughs> I yell patches because I'm clearly closer to where he might have been. Um, all right, um. You see some, you see some foot, footprints, but, uh, yeah. It's like he's throwing you a bone. Like, like I run off after, uh, in, in the direction of those, of those footprints. Oh, you do that. After three hours, you catch up to Patches. <laughs> oh, wow. I tell Patches, stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I just say cliffhanger! <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Oh, yes. The worst. We didn't do shit, but we're going on the adventure of Patchen's Gem, everybody. Give it up for Steve Levy, Wall. Thank you, everybody out there in the booth, Church, Kevin. What else do we have out there? Chris, Sarah, other people. Let's say Church already. Nolan. Spencer Critton and your Game Master. I'm your Comptroller, Jeff Davis. And your mayor, of course, is Dan Harmon. We may see you on the road. We may see you in a live space sometime. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed. 
the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 